Division Two, the most compelling stories. Fifty years for Title Nine. That's incredible. And this is the fiftieth anniversary. The area's best high school sports coverage. This is Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania on one hundred point five ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin on Demand. Yes, it is, and welcome in. Welcome in. I'm Alex Gravatt, alongside good buddy Colin Russo here, holding it down in the park at Madison Studios. It is playoff time the playoffs are here and that means every game is win or go home for obvious reasons and this is just excellent we have area teams all over the place in the brackets here and we've got a fantastic game as Edgewood and Lakeside Lutheran are looking to battle this week it's going to be a fantastic Jesse Nelson and of course the dean of area high school sports Dennis Semrau on the call And I want to give out a huge thank you to our sponsor for the entire season, Zimbraconda. Zimbraconda, for nearly 50 years, Zimbraconda has provided the Madison area with high-quality Honda vehicles. The trusted staff of Zimbraconda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car-buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style if you're in the market for a new or used Zimbrick Honda vehicle. Check out Zimbrick Honda in Madison today or head to ZimbrickHonda.com to search inventory. Now, obviously, Lakeside Lutheran and Edgewood, both teams we've been following closely here in the studio show. But for quick reminder, Edgewood finishes 6-3. That's overall, which is fourth place in the Capital Conference. They went 4-3 and three in conference. And they're coming off a tough loss to end the season, but they were clinched. They were in already, so that is A-OK. Now, of course, it's a very different story for Lakeside Lutheran, who 5-2, they took second in the Capital Conference, 7-2 overall. They're coming on hot off of a win. So we're going to be following that closely. We're also going to be having a little bit of playoff coverage of your MLB. So the San Diego Padres at Philadelphia Philadelphia Phillies. I know it's a tough subject for us Brewers fans, but the Phillies are still alive. They are still kicking, and they have a series tied at 1-1. One and one. This is Game 3. We'll be bringing you in just around first pitch, around 6.35, after we talk to the Dean, Dennis Semrau. We'll have a quick rundown of all of the area scores that we're going to be keeping an eye on. And then we're also going to be looking at the San Diego Padres and what they've got going for them. Now, when we look at the area high schools, Division Two is some of the most exciting for us here as Monona Grove is playing Waukesha West in their first game. That is the five seed versus the four seed. And then just below that same bracket, DeForest will be playing Sun Prairie West. Now, if Sun Prairie West can win this game, there is a very big possibility that we will have the Sun Prairie West and Sun Prairie East Bowl a reunion in the playoffs. Now, the DeForest Norskis are no team to laugh at, of course. They've been stellar since their quarterback came back. So it's going to be a tough game for Sun Prairie West, but if they can do it, they have a chance to have a prove-it game against Sun Prairie East who just knocked the doors off them a couple weeks ago. Sun Prairie East, of course, playing Oregon. They're the number two seed Oregon, number seven. That is in Sun Prairie. As we continue to look around this area of the bracket, we've got to go to the other side before we see anybody uh, that that we've had a lot of coverage with. In fact, we're going to the Division 3 bracket where we take a look and 
Monroe is, of course, the number one team in that bracket. They have a chance, should Plymouth win, to play my alma mater, Plymouth. I believe Monroe should roll through this first game against Portage, the number one seed. Those cheesemakers are studly. And then, of course, number two in the in that same edge of the bracket, so they'll have to play in the state qualifier game, uh, Mount Hora Barneveld. They are the number two. So this seed is this side of the tournament is is stacked with Mount Hora Barneveld Monroe, and then Stoughton, who snuck in last week. Um, as we continue to look around the area. Of course, we've got more teams that are going to be important and that we're going to want to keep an eye on, but those cheesemakers have, in my opinion, one of the highest chances to make it all of the way. In Division 4, number one on one side, we've got Columbus. They've been on fire, just unstoppable for most of the season, and they're looking to continue that, that trend as none of their area teams that we've been covering are in that bracket, so we can all get behind a little Columbus victory action as they try and roll on to another state tournament. And then, of course, I would be remiss if we didn't mention number two on the other side of the bracket, Lodi. Lodi has a chance to play Lake Mills a little bit further down, and then, of course, the number four, number five seed matchup. That's what we'll be carrying tonight, Edgewood versus Lakeside Lutheran. Whichever one wins will play the winner of the Catholic Memorial and Edgerton game, and that's happening tonight as well. We'll keep an eye on that one to make sure that we get you all of the scores and keep you up to date on who we will be, or who our team, the winner of this game, will be playing. Lake Mills obviously still has a chance, so we could have two more teams match up against each other moving on in the bracket as the number two and number three seeds Lodi and Lake Mills could be matching up in the Division 4. And as we turn to Division 5, it's a little bit, there's fewer teams in our area that have made it. So we've got a couple of good ones, but none more exciting than I think the, uh, the Columbus run to the playoffs that we're all hoping to see happen. Um, again, this is Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. I'm Alex Gravatt alongside Colin Russo, and we'll have the Edgewood Lakeside Lutheran game for you with Dennis Semrau and... Um, Jesse Nelson on the call. We'll also have this one streamed. You can check it out on WisconsinOnDemand.com, the Wisconsin On Demand app, and wherever you get your podcast. Well, not the podcast, but you can catch the game afterwards there. You can also find us on YouTube if you're looking to stream the game. If you're looking for more baseball coverage, ESPN's app is where you can go to stream any baseball game, as we are the home of the playoffs, and we will be tipping in and staying with the San Diego Padres and Philadelphia Phillies all night again. That game tied at one to or that series tied at one to one with the Padres staying in it, and I believe they are a slight favor. Um, I'm sorry, the Phillies are the slight favorite with ESPN's matchup predictor giving them a 53 and a half percent chance of winning. Of course, the Phillies, the team that kept the Brewers out, it's tough to see them continue to stay in, uh, but. There's nothing we can do about it now except for lay back and enjoy playoff baseball, or if you're like me, enjoy some playoff football. Once again, we have Lakeside Lutheran, 7-2, and two, against who is and 6-3. It's the 4-5 and five seed matchup. We'll have more coverage right after this on 100.5 ESPN app and Wisconsin On Demand.
Welcome back into ESPN's Madison's Zimbraconda's presentation of Brett Mania. Uh, as we get ready for the first of many playoff games to come, we've got Edgewood versus Lakeside Lutheran this week uh, on Brett Mania. And we've got the UW Credit Union student athlete coming up in just a moment, but I do want to run through area conference standings. So Columbus in the Capital Football Conference. Columbus won undefeated. And they are the number one team coming out of the area. That is seven and zero. Lakeside Lutheran, who we're having coming up in just a moment, five and two. Then we've got Lodi and Edgewood. Lodi went four and two. Edgewood went four and three. These are all in conference. And then Lake Mills went three and three and was the last team in the conference to make the playoffs. Missing the playoffs were Beloit Turner, New Glarus Monticello, and Bigfoot. In the Badger Small, we've got Wanakee, or the Badger Large, we've got Wanakee at 6-0, Sun Prairie East at 5-1, Milton at 3-3, three and, three, and Sun Prairie West at 3-3, three and three. missing the playoffs were Beaver Dam and Watertown. Um, and then in the Big 8, Verona, 6-0, they were perfect on the season, they were 8-1 and one on the entire season, that was just an incredible streak of 8 wins in the end. Uh, Middleton six and one, Madison Memorial five and two, Janesville Parker three and two, and Janesville Craig three and four in conference. And then finally, of course, Badger Small, Mount Hor, Barneveld running wild with a seven win streak to end it all in uh, conference play seven and zero. DeForest five and one, Mount or Monona Grove four and two, and Stoughton four and three. Portage Sock Prairie and Fort Atkinson, of course, will not be covered this week. But a huge shout-out to UW Credit Union. UW Credit Union's online and mobile banking go above and beyond with top-rated service and security that exceeds industry standards. Explore innovative and intuitive ways to manage your money anytime, anywhere. UW Credit Union's in-house team of engineers and developers create digital banking solutions designed for you. Learn more at uwcu.org. Thanks again, UW Credit Union. Now it's time for our UW Credit Union Student Athlete of the Week. Our ESPN Madison UW Credit Union Student Athlete of the Week, Mason Armstrong from Verona High School. Welcome, Mason. Hey, how's it going? Good. Uh, you guys are off on a kind of a roll here. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, as we speak, uh, you got a nice winning streak going. Uh, you're a multiple sport athlete, though. Um, football and basketball and baseball. What's it like to be a multiple sport athlete at Verona High School? No, I just like how you get to build a bond with all the people in every sport, like every season. Like You get really close with the, with the guys that you're with, coaches that you're with, and then you keep those friends, but then you also get a new set of friends the next season and the next season. Now, on top of that, the 3.95 grade point average, uh, yes, who's had the Im- impact on you that says you're a student before you're an athlete? Well, my parents have a lot of that, but also my sister, she always she kind of put set me in the right path. My older sister, Jordan, she, she's at UPenn right now at Ivy League in Philly, Philadelphia. So she took some strong academic classes early on, and I, I kind of wanted to follow in her footsteps, and I was always like, you know, she can do that, I can also do that. What sport has had the biggest impact on you? What's the one that you had that first passion for? I got to say, so my first passion was probably baseball. But then recently, like since high school, like high school football, it's just different. The brotherhood, the coaching, everything like that is different. So from high school, I had the biggest impact on me, the connections, the, the brotherhood, all that stuff. 
can't top it. You have musical talents, too. You're in the school orchestra. Yes, I'm in the orchestra. Yeah. And you play? Violin. How did you end up, uh, you always wanted to play an instrument, have you played any other instruments? So I don't play any other instruments, but once again, my older sister, kind of one of my role models too, she she kind of, she played violin, and then my dad was like, you know, violin, that's great for hand-eye coordination, you're a baseball yeah. player, so I gotta get that, get a little extra edge by practicing violin every day, so my sister, my dad, and I've just stuck with it ever since. A nickname, Army, well, it kind of comes from Armstrong, uh-huh. I take it, but oh, yeah. Moose. Moose. Who, who called you Moose? So that was my, in quarantine, my friends and I, we played video games all the time because we couldn't see each other in person. So my, my gamer tag, I don't know why, I just always thought it was a cool nickname, was Moose Man, and then they all called me Moose from, from then on. Okay, so are you a big gamer? No. no I'm that, pretty that, bad. I'm that, pretty that, bad. That was basically just to kill time while you were... <laughs> just to kill time. Uh, you mentioned uh, your dad's uh, been a role model for you. What Was he an athlete growing up? He was an athlete growing up. He was a four-sport athlete. He uh, cross-country, golf, basketball, and football. So he, he kind of led the way in my... Athletic, especially when I was younger, he was he was always my coach, and he's always been helping me right from wrong. He helped me become like the leader that I am today. So I got yeah, he's always been a good role model for me. What uh, volunteer work? Uh, you mentioned there was a special project. Yeah, that the football team did. You want to explain that? Yeah. So Coach Riley, he at our beginning of the year meeting, he talked about how we want to get around the community, stuff like that. So he reached out and found there's this kid, uh, Logan's Hearts and Smiles. And so there's this kid, he has cerebral palsy, and he has this like contraption that helps him like walk, because he couldn't walk without it. But his driveway was all beat up, so we got a bunch of the guys, we went there one day, tore it all up, and then we like refilled it with new concrete, cement, or whatever. And then a few weeks later, we came back and watched him walk on it. It was, it was, it was a great experience. He was so happy. The family was so happy. It felt good. Though. So the lesson of as much as you get, you got to give it back, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, you look back. Is there one sport that uh, you wish you could do? There's one sport I wish I could do. It's it got to be ultimate frisbee or golf. The, me and my friends would play ultimate frisbee eighth grade recess the whole time. We'd come back into class sweating so much, but that was so fun. For well, ESPN Madison UW Credit Union Student Athlete of the Week, Mason Armstrong from Verona High School. I have a great senior year, Mason. Thank you. We love to hear more ultimate frisbee talk. Uh, our good buddy Hunter Vaughn, who's on the camera tonight. Reminder, you can watch this this game live tonight on uh, the Wisconsin On Demand app or on YouTube. Um, he was he, he called me in when he, he was producing this little segment to tell me that that guy is an ultimate Frisbee player, and I'm a huge ultimate Frisbee player. And if you didn't know, the Great Dane Pub and Brewing hosts the Ultimate Frisbee Summer League MUFA, the Madison Ultimate Frisbee Association and Prep Mania is brought to you in part by Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company. Always fun, always family-friendly, and with four locations in the Madison area, it's never been easier to enjoy one of Madison's favorite traditions for lunch or dinner today. Visit GreatDanePub.com to find the location nearest to you. Eastside, downtown Fitchburg, and Hilldale. Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company, Madison's home for craft beer and pub food since 1994, and a lovely place to go after you've Spent a hard day playing Ultimate Frisbee, let me tell you. One quick rundown before we jump to break. On the other side, we'll hear from either the Dean Dennis Semra or Jesse Nelson. We've got a guest appearance from somebody, and it's going to be a great time. Uh, Division One football. We've got Middleton at M- Milwaukee Marshall Co-op, and then McGuanago 
versus Milwaukee Hamilton. I know McGuanagoe is not necessarily a local team, but we did have them on this these very airwaves, and they've been an exciting team to follow all year. And then Verona, of course, we can't forget playing Marquette. They are the number two seed in their area. In Division Two, we've got Sun Prairie East hosting Oregon. DeForest hosting Sun Prairie West, and should Sun Prairie West complete that upset, there's an excellent chance that we will see Sun Prairie West and Sun Prairie East, two home teams in the playoffs, and then Monona Grove taking on Waukesha West in Division Three. Those nasty Monroe cheesemakers, they've been on a tear this year, and they're looking to continue that tear as they take on Portage, the traveling team. West Bend East will be hosting McFarland and Mount Hora Barneveld, another team that is just an absolute tank this year, will be hosting Stoughton. We look into Division 4. Columbus will be hosting Altoon. Uh, Altoona. So, <laughs> so uh, Columbus looking like they're going to be a tough team to beat once again. And, uh, of course, Altoona, unknown to me at this point, but... Could be a fantastic game. And in that Division Four bracket, we've got Catholic Memorial hosting Edgerton. Edgewood travel, or, yeah, traveling to Lakeside Lutheran. We have that game right here. And then Lake Mills hosting Evansville. Lodi hosting Platteville. So it's going to be an excellent game. Excellent week of matchups. We've got a lot going for us. And, of course, if you're looking for more MLB coverage, stay tuned. We'll have check-ins throughout the game on the San Diego Padres at Philadelphia Phillies. And if you're looking to listen to that game live, that starts at 635, 637 to be exact. And you can listen to that game on the ESPN app as ESPN is the home for playoff baseball. But we are right here on 100.5 ESPN, the home for prep mania baseball. And we'll have some more coverage right after this on 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. Welcome back in. It is Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania right here on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. I'm Alex Gravatt, and I'm alongside Colin Russo, and now joined by the hall monitor himself, Jesse Nelson. How's it going, Jesse? What the heck? Where's the dean? How come the hall monitor's hopping on with you, G? What the heck's going on out here? I have absolutely no idea. He could be uh, stuck in traffic, maybe? Uh, I think Semrau's getting a cheeseburger downstairs. He always raves about the grill they fire up here uh, at Lakeside Lutheran High School. So it's probably cheeseburger time for the dean. He's got to fuel up for a big playoff game tonight. And that it is a fantastic playoff game. We've got two teams that are poised to make, you know, pretty sizable runs, possibly. I think uh, everyone was expecting to see a little bit more early on out of Edgewood, but it could still be there. They made the playoffs, and once you're in, you're in. Isn't that right? Absolutely. A 5-4 matchup. It's always exciting to see this. Uh, unfortunately for either of these teams, the juggernaut of Catholic Memorial awaits next week. It's going to be a huge challenge for whichever team does advance. So that even more emphasizes the importance of knowing that you have to win this game in a 50-50 toss-up. The most compelling thing about this game tonight, Jeep, for the 5-seed Edgewood, the 4-seed Lakeside Lutheran here in Division Four, is that these two teams just 
played last week at Bree Stevens Field. 13-10, to came down to the wire, close game throughout, defensive struggle. You wonder if these teams both kind of knew that this could be the matchup in the first round of the playoffs. And so what did they show on offense? Was it a little milk toast, as Tausch likes to say? <laughs> or did they actually try and go all out and see if they could you know, persevere and get over that hump and improve their seating so they wouldn't face each other? So those are the kind of chess matches that I'm sure both head coaches as Paul Bauer and Jesse Norris were going through a week ago in that Week 9 matchup. But here they are, back-to-back weeks. It's just like in the NFL playoffs. What did you see when these two teams met in week, the final week of the regular season and then turning right around and running it back here in Level 1 of the playoffs? A lot more at stake in Round 2, and we'll see how it goes tonight for Lakeside and for Edgewood. Absolutely, and I'll, I'll let you and the Dean, whenever when he gets back with his burger or hot dog or meatball <laughs> sandwich, whatever it ends up being tonight, I'll let you guys break down that game, but I am taking a wider look at all area schools, and for the most part, we have a lot of interesting travel situations, but I wanted to highlight one game in Division Three in particular where Mount Horeb Barneveld's taken on Stoughton. you have any quick thoughts on that as Mount Horeb has just been on fire this year? Yeah, Mount Horeb Barneveld, Dennis would be the first to tell you, they have a legitimate chance to compete for a Division Three state championship game this year. They were super impressive a couple of weeks ago when we had them right here on Zimbraconda's Prep Mania against Stoughton. Close game in the first half. Blew him out in the second half. Ended up getting a running clock situation late in that game. Mount Hora Barneveld is a team in Division Three that can no doubt make a run. I am really curious because they played Monroe in Week Two of the se- of this regular season. Monroe got them. I wonder if those two do match up in Round Three, which I think is the most compelling round across all the brackets potentially based on some of the matchups we could be looking at uh, this season. If you look at Level Three. The number one seed, the undefeated Cheesemakers, and Mount Horror Barneveld, if the bracket plays chalk as we would expect it to, that game could determine not just who advances to level four in the state semifinals, but who potentially will win that Division Three state championship game. Now, Jesse, i got to stop you right there because you're assuming Monroe makes it past the second round where I'm sure they'll have to play my alma mater, the Plymouth Panthers. And i I got to say, they're a smash-mouth football team that have made some runs in the past, so... You might want to pump the brakes Gee, a little bit on that. No respect to the Plymouth. Or wait a minute. No dis. No. No respect to the Plymouth oh Panthers. My gosh. They're playing Pewaukee. They just won the title last year. It's JJ Watt, Derek Watt, and all the Watts at Pewaukee. They got. You think they're gonna get by the Pirates? Sorry, G. <laughs> you may not want to keep close tabs on that game tonight. I think Pewaukee's gonna gonna handle your alma mater quite uh, handily. Well, well, well. All I have to say in response is the Plymouth Panthers. Name. The name of the Plymouth Panther is Victor E. Panther. So. That's lame. That's all it's a. That is lame. We're doing what we can. Coming from you, that does sting a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Look, gee, if you're going to talk about alma maters, don't come at me with an alma mater fight. Muskego very much deserved (laughs) the number one seed in Division I over McGuanago. Even though they lost the head-to-head matchup in the regular season, don't you come at me. The the BCS computers know very well that Muskego deserved that number one seed. And if we're going to an alma mater fight, bring me the Muskego Warriors with a chance to win the Division I state champion. Championship with a one seed. Don't give me your five seed, Plymouth. Get out of here. Well, speaking of Division One, I, I do want to bring up perhaps another team that could be in the running for a, a late push. Middleton has struggled early, but has been pretty good since, and they've made it into that Division One bracket. What are your thoughts on Middleton, another five seed? 
Yeah, I don't think the computers did much favor to Middleton. I think they could have uh, made a good case to be a higher seed than the five. Of course, if they got the four, they'd really be in the same spot, just not having to go on the road in, in that first game against that Milwaukee Marshall co-op team. But the tough break for Middleton is that they could make a run if it wasn't Wanaki that they'd be facing in, in level two. And that's always the tough thing about these 5-4 matchups, especially when you're up against what's potentially that number one seed. We see it here tonight with Edgewood and Lakeside Lutheran having to play likely Catholic Memorial next week pending a huge upset. For Middleton, they played Wanaki in week two. They shut them out in that second half, and they were competitive in that game, but it's a different time of year now. Wanaki's developed. Middleton has developed, sure, but Pat Rice and the Warriors, I mean, a team that definitely has its eyes on its first ever division one state football championship you want to try and shut that train down good luck well it's going to be nice no matter what as i get to watch wanaki absolutely stomp my old rival sheboygan north so that'll be fun for me i'll be keeping an eye on that score as well but thank you so much what, what for the heck is there you just telling us all the team what what do you think about uh what who else we got wisconsin rapids lincoln are you familiar well, hold with on, them hold on. we're what talking about wanaki at least this is relevant the plymouth panthers i may have pulled a little bit out of the back of the hat you know, but gee we're madison's best coverage of high school sports i don't care about plymouth and sheboygan north sorry i didn't come for your for sheboygan north and plymouth conversation tonight i'm guilty too i just gave you mosquito mcguanago head to head <laughs> look I, I it's playoff time everyone's got the fever let's dial it in here it's edgewood it's lakeside lutheran these teams are almost identical and not in how they run their offenses but 29 points a game for edgewood 31 for lakeside lutheran 19 points allowed per game by lakeside 18 allowed by edgewood 13 to 10 last week in week nine cannot wait to get this one underway in about 20 minutes and speaking of dials you're not going to want to touch yours because when we come back from this break we're going to have a, a live look at the san diego padres at the philadelphia phillies game three of the ls or lcs on 100.5 espn and the wisconsin on demand app we're going to keep a live look in at that game coming throughout the night. We'll keep you updated right here on 100.5. If you're looking for more on that game, you can always stream it on the ESPN app as the ESPN app is home for MLB baseball. Of course, this is Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. I'm Alex Cravatin. On the other side of this break, we will start our coverage of the high school football playoffs with Edgewood taking on Lakeside Lutheran. You'll be joined by Jesse Nelson and the Dean of Area High School Sports, Dennis Semrau, after this on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. Baby, oh, oh, just a little local, like what's in Acapulco, I'm just right Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app at Wisconsin On Demand. It's playoff time and level one of the WIAA football playoffs coverage on 100.5 ESPN in Division 4. The number five seed, Edgewood Crusaders, visiting the number four seed, Lakeside Lutheran Warriors. Good evening, everybody, live from Lakeside Lutheran High School. My name's Jesse Nelson, joined by the Dean of Area High School Sports. He's Dennis Semrau. Dennis, playoff time is here, and there's nowhere we'd rather be than on Zimbraconda's Prep Mania. Another exciting postseason, ready to kick off in about ten minutes. And this is incredible. The weather, it's 70 degrees today. It's supposed to be about 50 at kickoff time, but it's just gorgeous for a Friday night in October. Absolutely. Incredible. Fantastic night. Fantastic game we have in store for you this evening. The Edgewood Crusaders 
fourth in the Capital Conference with a 6-3 and three overall record, 4-3 and three in conference play, visiting the Lakeside Lutheran Warriors, 7-2 and two overall record, 5-2 and two in the Capital Conference. Quite frankly, this is a rematch of last week, and I'm not so sure what last week will show us about tonight's game because both of these teams knew even if the result was different, Lakeside won 13-10 at Bree Stevens Field. They probably would have just flopped seeds, and they would have still been playing this same game. The only difference is it's a Lakeside home game here this week, Dennis. What did we learn last week about these two teams in the 13-10 win for Lakeside that we will be able to translate to tonight? Well, Lakeside loves to run the football, and that's the whole key. How many times, uh, how much time of possession is. They're rushing for 266 yards and passing for only 60. Now, their quarterback was a little banged up, Levi Burkholz. He got hurt when we were here in Lake Mills, and uh, the last couple weeks has been a little bit up and down. Uh, but this is playoff football, so all of a sudden everybody who's hurt is healthy, right? Or <laughs> you're as healthy as you're going to be. But he's uh, Burkholz is the guy to keep an eye on for Lakeside. Uh, he runs the ball well. He's rushed for over 1,000 yards, passed for, uh, I think it's almost 500 yards. But uh, they're going to they're gonna have those long drives, eight, nine-minute drives. And for Edgewood, Edgewood's a little more balanced. They, they're a little bit better on the pass. But when Ben Hansen, the quarterback, went out in week four, he was more of the... Uh, the passing, you'll be able to sit back, pick apart defenses, and now you got Mason Folkers, who is in the situation two years ago as a sophomore, had to step in for injury, and he's more of the running quarterback. He's uh, run for 400 yards, and uh, he's uh, passed uh, what, seven touchdowns and six interceptions. So, but they're gonna they're gonna try to uh, put the ball in the air maybe a little bit more. But Folkers is really dangerous. So you got two quarterbacks that can run the football. And uh, whoever has the ball, time of possession, I think is going to be kind of key. And then finishing your drives, you get inside the red zone, you got to put the ball in the end zone. Last week it was field goals. And uh, we are here uh, for the Lake Mills games. It was great that Burkholz had to step in and kick. His first career field goal was a game winner against the Cats. Carson Grundle did kick some last week, so uh, we'll see what, what happens there. But it could come down to that. Edgewood and Lakeside Lutheran, level one, division four, high school football postseason. Let's quickly, Dennis, get our nation's lending, or excuse me, our Canopy Wealth Management keys to victory. Canopy Wealth Management believes community is everything, and they're constantly working towards the betterment of our community. That's why they've partnered with Gilda's Club, the Madison Capitals, kids from Wisconsin, and JDRF. At Canopy, their clients' financial goals are something they're constantly striving to help reach maximum potential, which is why they work solely in your best interest. You define your goals, and they work towards plan making them happen with their comprehensive financial planning. Go to canopy-wealth.com to get started with them today. Well, let's start out with the uh, the higher seed uh, with the Edgewood Crusaders. And uh, for them, score every possession is, what number one, uh, they want to eliminate the long drives. Again, Lakeside Lutheran can have the seven, eight, nine-minute drives because they like to run the football. And they got to keep that quarterback in check. They have to keep Burkholz in check. But uh, for Edgewood, or the key loss tonight is that Mark Herring, one of our uh, UW Credit Union uh, Student Athletes of the Week, has high ankle sprain. He's a starting tight end, starting linebacker. Right now he is listed as maybe a game-time decision, but most likely not going to be able to play. And you look at Lakeside Lutheran, run the football. Again, they, they want those long drives. They want to keep Edgewood's uh, big plays off the field. Clean up the execution, too many penalties and uh, mistakes last week, and then, again, be more physical. Again, they want to dominate that line of scrimmage. Kickoff is next. Edgewood, Lakeside Lutheran, Division Four, Level 1, the WIA football playoffs. Next on Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN. 
Win or lose. We're going to walk out of the stadium tonight with our heads held high. That is amazing. Wow. What a game. Oh, my. Unbelievable. One more for the record book. Nothing's going to stop us now. And the buzzer knocks it down. Pick is up. Yes. He made it. Yes. Reverse layup is good with five seconds left. Put six on my staff. First title in program history. Being an in-state kid, everything that I wanted in the school was right at home. Every coach has a toolbox, and every tool is from another coach. Camaraderie, be able to hang out with each other and be together. Takes it all the way for the touchdown, led by a future Badger. I'm very excited for this kid because he is brilliant. What an absolute javelin toss. He's going to throw a jump pass and complete it for the two-point conversion to Hawk. I mean, we can see a lot of offense. Put the explanation point on it. And the buzzer! Do your best. Thank you so much for all you guys do for high school sports. Guys, I got goosebumps. It's all anybody can ask for. The biggest games, the most compelling stories, the area's best high school sports coverage. This is Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania. For nearly 50 years, Zimbrick Honda's provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles. And the trusted staff of Zimbrick Honda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. If you're looking for a newer used Honda, visit Zimbrick Honda in Madison today or head to ZimbrickHonda.com to search vehicle inventory. Level 1, Division 4, the high school football playoffs about to get underway on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. My name is Jesse Nelson, joined by the Dean of Area High School Sports, Dennis Semrau, the number 5 seed Edgewood Crusaders with an overall record of 6-3 and three on the regular season, visiting the number 4 seed Lakeside Lutheran, a 7-2 and two overall record in the regular season. The winner likely will face Catholic Memorial next week in level two. That's next week's problem. Tonight, a battle and a rematch of week nine when Lakeside Lutheran defeated Edgewood 13 to 10 at Breeze Stevens Field. Dennis Semrau, always every year we've covered high school sports for so long together, but the goosebumps that you get just being ready for the start of the playoffs are second to none. Yeah, you mentioned Catholic Memorial. Poor Edgerton gets them first round. Sorry, Edgerton. It's the sacrificial lamb. But, hey, as long as you're alive, you're playing on a Friday night, who cares? Who cares what the point spread is perceived? Who cares what the rankings are, what the seeds are? Everybody's out here playing. Now it's just survival of the fittest because you've played nine weeks. You've got three weeks. You've had a summer workouts, three weeks of preseason, a lot of banged-up bodies. You're never as healthy as you are that first day of practice. And now uh, a lot of these guys you talk about manning up here. We're going to see some kids out here. A lot of kids playing both ways, seven on each team. So when you talk about survival of the fittest, gets down to that fourth quarter, who can suck it up? Boy, I'll tell you. I give these kids a lot of credit. And I'm just had, glad we get great weather tonight. Edgewood will receive the opening kickoff working left to right as we see it. 
You can watch with us on Wisconsin On Demand. The opening kick, a squib kick that's fallen on just beyond the 35-yard line back at the 33. Edgewood lands on it there, and that's where the Crusaders will begin their first offensive series of the night. Let's start the playoffs on 100.5 ESPN. One second ticks off the clock, and here come the Crusaders. And Dennis Semrau, they are led by senior quarterback, Mason Folkers, a name that you and I called together quite a bit a couple of years ago when right. we saw a bunch of Edgewood games. By the way, that squib kick was not uh, not an accident. Edgewood's returned four kickoffs for touchdowns this year. Two of them are for Herring, who's not expected to play, but you're going to see a lot of those tonight. But Mason Folkers, we'll see if he's got his A game. Ball on the left hash, one receiver right, one to the left. Single tailback Abe Thompson to the left of Folkers takes the snap and he's running a designed quarterback carry left side beyond the 35-yard line to the numbers and he's brought down near the 36 for a gain of two, maybe three. Sets up second down at about seven for the Crusaders. Folkers a 50% completion percentage on the year. He's thrown for 864 yards, averages 108 in the air a game, Dennis. And that's saying something about Folkers, who's had a lot of experience at the quarterback position, despite not always being the starting quarterback for Edgewood. That's correct. He's a physical player, a blood and guts kind of guy out there. This time he hands it for Abe Thompson, running straight into the pile in front, trying to muscle forward near the 40-yard line, but that Lakeside Lutheran defense stands strong. They are not easy to push around, as Edgewood experienced last week. Just shy of the 40-yard line is where the ball is spotted. We'll call it the 39, setting up third down and five, one minute into this game. Edgewood, Lakeside Lutheran, no score as the playoffs are underway. Yeah, Lakeside's got about a 20-pound per man advantage on the defensive side. 245 average, the offensive line for Edgewood at 225. Shotgun formation, two receivers right, two to the left, Thompson to the right of the quarterback, Folkers takes the throw into the air, incomplete, too high for his intended receiver on the left side of the field. Might have been Jasper Alleman, number nine over there, who was the intended man. A three and out for Edgewood on the opening series. The Crusaders will punt. Oh, your kicker tonight, uh, your punter, your do-everything guy. We always have one of these every game. Sam Kostinski. He, uh, his field goal range is about 45 yards, so we talked about, uh, like I said, Lutheran's kicker. He's equal up to the challenge here. He also their punter averaging, uh, well, actually, uh, he was the Coles National Punter of the Week about three weeks ago. Does that mean he gets to use some extra Coles cash? Well, he averaged Coles 68 yards on three punts, so uh, yeah. Coles kicking camps really like him. I think I got 30% off, so I don't know what he got for being punter of the week, but nice job by him. Punt goes out of bounds just beyond the 30-yard line out near the 28. That's where Lakeside Lutheran will set up its first offensive series of the postseason. And Lakeside Lutheran, Dennis Semrau, is led by Mr. Do-It-All senior quarterback Levi Burkholz. Yeah, Burkholz, uh, he's already committed for basketball. Outstanding ba basketball player. We'll get to see him a lot, hopefully, this uh, winter. He's going to the Citadel next year and uh, passing at about a 55% clip, but over 1,000 yards rushing. Burkholz in a pistol formation, one receiver to the right. Two tailbacks to either side of him, one receiver to the left. Perkholz takes the snap, hands it off up the middle, and a gain of maybe three, four yards just shy of the 35-yard line, brought down stretching near the 34. And you hear from the fans, that's not a boo. They're saying boo. It's Caden Boo, the junior, number 26 on the carry. You'll see a heavy dose of him and the senior, number 21, Nathan Yarick, who's back in the mix tonight, Dennis, after missing some time with an injury. Yeah, a lot of uh, players on both sides have been a little banged up, but they're ready for playoff time. 
Ball on the right hash, second down, and they'll call it four after a gain of six with the stretched ball forward. Line to gain is the 39. Here's the snap, handoff straight up the middle, plowing forward, lowering the shoulders is number 21, Nathan Yarek. Back in action, that's his 43rd carry of the year. Came in with 253 yards to his name, and he picks up just enough to get the first down. I thought he was short, but they're going to say he got right to the line to gain at that 39-yard line, so move yeah. him forward first and 10, Lakeside Lutheran. Safety West Hafer got him in the backfield. We kind of plowed right through that tackle. Jackson Kitzmiller pulled him down. Second team all-conference last year in the Rock Valley this year, waiting for the all-conference teams to come out for the Capital Conference. 9.40 to go, first quarter, no score. Lakeside Lutheran and Edgewood, level one, division four, WIA football playoffs. The handoff for Boo, who runs into some traffic at the line of scrimmage. Bounced left, but had nowhere to go. That strong Edgewood defense, which they've prided themselves on for a few years. Able to stop them for a gain of only two out to the 40-yard line. Carter Wootsickle on the tackle there. Second down and eight for Lakeside Lutheran at the 9.09 mark to go in the first quarter. Ball near the left hash. One receiver right, one to the left. They don't throw the ball very often. Only 54 pass attempts for Burkholz on the season. He's only completed 30. Here's the snap. Burkholz, quarterback keeper. No, it's an option play. He pitches it right. Here comes Yark trying to get the edge, but he has nowhere to go, much to the joy of the Edgewood fans on the far end of the field. Yark stopped behind the line of scrimmage, an option play that loses yardage, and it's third and long for Lakeside Lutheran back near the original line of scrimmage at the 39-yard line. Yeah, Jackson Kitzmiller to the nose guard uh, smelled that one right away. He's got seven tackles for loss, make it eight now on the season. Third down and nine, Lakeside Lutheran with 8.20 to go in the first quarter. Jesse Nelson, Dennis Semrau, level one. Zimbra Honda's presentation of Prep Mania. Alex Gravatt back in the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios at halftime. He'll keep you up to date on scores from all around the area, including after the game as well. Burkholz awaits the snap. Might be a passing situation, and prior to the snap, a timeout is called by Lakeside Lutheran. So an early Electrolete timeout with 8.05 to go in the first quarter. No score. Lakeside Lutheran and Edgewood in this Division Four Level 1 playoff matchup. Electrolyte is the best electrolyte beverage for premium hydration. Whether you're working outdoors, exercising, feeling under the weather, or just need a pick-me-up, Electrolyte is the drink for you. Made with glucose as a natural sweetener, Electrolyte uses glucose in order to provide immediate recovery and is packed with more electrolytes than leading hydration drinks. Electrolyte, scientifically formulated to allow immediate absorption of essential minerals. Electrolyte, total hydration for every occasion. Dennis Semrau, what are you drawing up for quarterback Levi Burkholz on third and nine if you're head coach Paul Bauer? Well, it looked like they were going to go to a passing play on that one, and here's one of your rare passes. They pass when they have to, not when they necessarily want to, because they don't want to. Under coach Paul Bauer, they've been known for their uh, punishing, rushing attack for years. That has not changed one bit with a stellar athlete like Burkholz under the signal. The Lakeside fans getting loud to support their team out of the timeout. 
Here's the snap for Burkholz. Wants to throw a laser over the middle of the field off the left hand of the intended receiver. Incomplete. Senior Trey Lauber was the intended man who just couldn't quite haul that in. Has 14 catches on the year to lead the team by one over the junior number 19, Cole Lostetter. But nonetheless, it's fourth down and nine after the incompletion. And Lakeside Lutheran will be forced to punt on its opening series here tonight, just like Edgewood was. It was 13-10 last week, a defensive struggle at Bree Stevens Field, and so far here tonight at Lakeside Lutheran, the defense is winning the opening drives for both teams. This is Trey Lauber, number 10, who will do the punting for Lakeside Lutheran. Lauber awaits, claps for the ball, has it. And delivers a line drive kick that bounces at the 35 and takes a very fortuitous Lakeside Lutheran bounce all the way back to the 15-yard line is where it comes to a stop, and Lutheran downs it. So Edgewood will take over, 7.52 to go in the first quarter, no score. Edgewood backed up as they begin offensive series number two. 46 yards on that punt. That's what you call flipping the field. Absolutely. Do want to remind you, to engage in the conversations about high school sports in your community and throughout Wisconsin, take your tablet, smartphone, or cell phone and follow the WIAA on its Twitter accounts at WIAAWI for general information, at WIAAWI State for state tournament updates. You can also friend the WIAA on Facebook and find them on Instagram. Connect with the WIAA today. First down for Edgewood. Here's the snap, Mason Folkers. A flag is down prior to, and it's going to be a false start called on the Crusaders. The dreaded false start penalty puts you behind the chains right away. Back him up a few yards. Second down, or excuse me, first down and 15. Now coming for the Edgewood Crusaders. Edgewood averaging 29 points a game on the season, allowing 18 defensively. Similar numbers for Lakeside Lutheran, Dennis, allowing 30, or excuse me, scoring 31 a game, allowing 19. Only a couple of points difference in each of those categories for these teams in the Capital Conference. Folkers in the shotgun, takes the snap, looks left, pressure coming, tries to find Thompson out of the backfield who couldn't haul it in off his fingertips. Might have been looking upfield at a couple of defenders closing in. It's incomplete, second and 15 for Edgewood with 7.47 to go in the first quarter. You know, he grabbed his helmet, both hands right away going, ah, I should have had that one. And yes, he probably should have, but. A lot of veteran players on this Edgewood Crusader team. We saw a number of them get a lot of their first opportunities, Dennis, with the amount of games we called two years ago in the fall when they were able to play in Dane County when many schools were not during the COVID season. We got a lot of Edgewood games. We saw a lot of Folkers, a lot of Abe Thompson, a lot of Mark Herring, a student athlete of the UW Credit Union Student Athlete of the Week earlier this year. And we were here for that playoff game two years ago, level one. Mm -hmm. There were just two rounds of the playoffs that year because of the late start in the pandemic. Another flag is down. And it's again against Edgewood. Back up the Crusaders a little bit more. Delay a delay of game, game penalty. That's not one you see too often. Not off of another penalty. So second down and 20. And Edgewood is backed up all the way at its own five-yard line now. 
Dennis Semra, we're in safety territory. Oh, your favorite player. What if the first score of the postseason is a safety? That'd be fun. We'd do the safety dance. Here's hey, the snap. Uh, baseball score and a baseball night. Right? Folkers takes Sack. the snap. He's going to be sacked. No, no, he threw the ball incomplete. But intentional as he grounding. Was being dragged down. You're right, Dennis. Yes, I he think called that's it. going to no. be a safety no. with intentional no grounding. grounding called. The first score of the postseason is a safety. And Lakeside Lutheran has a 2-0 lead. The defense notches the first points of the night for the Warriors at home. Folkers had nowhere to go. Pocket collapsing near the back of the end zone. He got wrapped up, tried to throw the ball away at the last moment. I believe he stepped out of bounds, which is why the official said that he was officially ruled as a safety prior to the intentional grounding penalty. The, the grounding penalty also existed, but I think they said it was a safety initially anyway, and it looks like Folkers may he, still he had be him, down. He had him in the grasp, what they call it, in the grasp. So for the safety, they blew the whistle, and uh, then, the, then when he tried to get rid of it. <laughs> yeah, this is a... Now he's down in the, in the end zone. Dicey situation for Edgewood with Mason Folkers down for an injury in the back of the end zone. We will take a 30-second timeout while they tend to Folkers. After the first score of this game, a safety for Lakeside Lutheran, 2-0. Lakeside leads Edgewood on Zimbraconda's Prep Mania. Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania, 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app. And Wisconsin on demand, Jesse Nelson along with the dean of area high school sports, Dennis Semrau, a safety by the Lakeside Lutheran defense makes it 2-0 Warriors with 7.42 to go in the opening period of the WIAA football postseason between these two teams. Level 1, Division 4, the high school football playoffs. Winner likely to get Catholic Memorial next week. Catholic Memorial is in action tonight facing Edgerton in a 1-8 matchup here in Division 4. The kickoff after the safety is muffed at the 40-yard line. Retreating, it's picked up back at the 25, but the Edgewood special teams unit able to clobber up the return man, Philip Beecraft, number 40 for Lakeside Lutheran. So a little bit of a miscue. The Warriors maintain possession, but they will start all the way back at their own 25-yard line. 2-0 lead for the Warriors as they bring the offense back out onto the field. Well, it's only fitting that our first score is 2 to nothing, considering we got the baseball playoffs going on, right? Yeah, we will, and uh, we'll have a live look-in of Padres Phillies coming up at halftime with Alex Gravatt sharing score updates from around the area as well. First down carry for Lakeside Lutheran. Yarrick picks up three or four forward outside the 30-yard line of the 31, maybe the 32, gain of about six. Dennis, who you got, Phillies or Padres in the NLCS? Who do you want representing the National League? Padres. Well, you say that like it's a matter-of-fact situation. Yeah. Like, uh, is it? Like, they have Manny Machado. Did, People hate him. Who did, who did the Brewers give... The Padres so they could win the World Series. Josh Hader. There you go. Yeah, or the Brewers could have kept Josh Hader, and maybe they would have made a run. I'm, I'm a Josh fan, so I'm rooting for him to get us to get a bunch <laughs> of saves here. Second down and four. Here is the give up the gut. Boo. Boo, not much room to run, but he made the most of it to the 34-yard line. 
Line to gain is the 35, so he's about a half yard short, and it's a very short third and one for Lakeside Lutheran, holding a 2-0 advantage with 6.30 to go in the first quarter. I admit I haven't watched much of the playoffs concentrating on football, but what, he strike out eight batters in a row? He's on fire. Yeah. He's back. He had some struggles when he first got to San Diego, but he is back. On the third down carry, it's a first down for Lakeside Lutheran. I believe that was Boo again, number 26, on the carry for two yards out past the 35. He extended forward to the 37-yard line. First down and 10, Lakeside Lutheran approaching the midway point of the first quarter. Warriors 2, Edgewood Crusaders nothing in the 5-4 matchup. Edgewood the 5 seed. Lakeside Lutheran the 4 seed. That's why they get a home game here in level 1 of the WIAA postseason. Here's the snap for Levi Burkholz. Burkholz hands it off. Straight up the middle, Nathan Yarick is walloped by the Edgewood defense, but still muscling forward. Yarick has pure strength, Dennis, and he was able to turn nothing into a gain of almost five out past the 40-yard line, and a generous spot from the officials gives him the 42 for a gain of five. Yeah, and you like uh, his number five there for uh, Edgewood, uh, the, the uh, white defensive end, Tanner Krantz. Six tackles for loss. He stuck his nose there, and he got a great in him a couple of yards. Ball on the left hash. One receiver set to either side. Man in motion, number 86, Josh Jorgensen. The tight end comes right to left to stack the line. Burkholz awaits the snap, takes it. Handoff up the middle. Boo has a first down as he leans forward just shy of midfield at the 48-yard line. Move the chains. Lakeside Lutheran first down and 10. Yeah, three first downs to none for uh, Lakeside over Edgewood here in the first quarter. And we're seeing what the uh, Warriors like to do. Just run the ball between the tackles, run time off the clock, and just try to dominate you at the line of scrimmage. We welcome those of you watching tonight's game on Wisconsin On Demand, the Watch Live tab. We appreciate you joining us for our stream, as many of you had throughout the course of this WIA football season. Jesse Nelson, Dennis Semrau, also broadcasting live on 100.5 ESPN. Another carry for Yarick goes for just a yard to the 49, shy of the midfield line. Second and nine, Folkers, the quarterback who was injured at the end of the last drive with the safety, was in on the tackle for Edgewood, so good to see that he's healthy enough to be playing on the defensive side of the ball. I'd expect to see him then back under center when Edgewood comes back on offense. Yeah, Ian uh, Kostinski mentioned that he will not leave the field. He's playing the tight end role that uh, Harry normally plays on offense, an outstanding linebacker on defense. Second down and a long seven for Lakeside Lutheran. Four minutes to go in the first half. Another quarterback keeper, Burkholz, running right side, tried to find a gap, but Folkers wrapped him up into Edgewood territory, brought down at the 47-yard line. So it's third down, and we'll call it five for Lakeside Lutheran. Line to gain appears to be the 43-yard line of Edgewood. Lakeside Lutheran loves to run the football, especially with their senior quarterback, Levi Burkholz. Expect a heavy dose of ground and pound tonight from the Warriors. Ball in the middle of the field, third down and five. Lakeside Lutheran leading 2-0. Here's the snap. Handoff straight up the middle and grabbed at the legs to stop any forward progress. Caden Boo, he was wrapped up just near the 45-yard line. Line to gain is the 43, 
So it's fourth down and a long two for Lakeside Lutheran, and it looks like head coach Paul Bauer is keeping the offense out on the field. Burkholz comes to the sideline, takes some instruction, and he will bring the play out for the first fourth down attempt of tonight's game. Big opportunity for the Edgewood defense to get the ball back near midfield. Lakeside Lutheran can extend the drive and potentially its lead if they convert. Burkholz takes the snap, hands off, straight forward. Caden Boo has a first down and more. Longest run of the night for Lakeside Lutheran inside the 40, wrapped up near the 35-yard line. A touchdown-saving tackle by two Crusaders in the secondary, but a big gain for Boo on fourth down and two. Lakeside Lutheran first and 10 up at the Edgewood 33-yard line. Yeah, Finn Callum, a defensive tackle, uh, was, <laughs> was dragging him uh, down, trying to drag him down from behind, but great run there on fourth down. 2.19 to go in the first quarter. 2-0. Lakeside Lutheran leads Edgewood. Lakeside Lutheran Warriors on the move inside the 35. Here is the quarterback keeper. Burkholz up the middle. Springs free. No one's going to get him. Touchdown, Lakeside Lutheran. 33 yards. Levi Burkholz. 16th rushing touchdown of the season, and the Warriors have an 8-0 lead. 10 plays, 75 yards, 535. That was the 10th play, all 10 on the ground, kept by that 33-yard scamper. Beautiful. Once he got into the secondary, there was nobody who's going to catch him. Point after attempt from Karsten Grundahl. The junior kicker is through the uprights and good. 1.58 to go in the first quarter. Lakeside Lutheran 9, Edgewood nothing. Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. Jesse Nelson with the Dean Dennis Semrau. Prep Mania brought to you in part by Stoughton Trailers. Big trailers, big opportunity at Stoughton Trailers. In their 60th year, Stoughton Trailers has built a lot of trailers, and their customers want more. Join a winning team. Immediate openings at new, higher pay rates on both first and second shift at their Broadhead, Evansville, and Stoughton locations. Assemblers, forklift drivers, welders, and more. Go to stojobs.com. That's stowjobs.com. Stoughton Trailers. Big trailers. Big opportunities. 13 points won it last week, Dennis, in week 9. 13-10, Lakeside Lutheran defeated Edgewood. Tonight, 9 points on the board in the first quarter for Lakeside Lutheran. A big difference than a week ago. Not only in that sense, but also Edgewood led 7-0 in the first quarter, 10-7 in the first half at halftime. They actually had a 10-7 lead, so for the first time in the first half in these two meetings, Edgewood will play from behind. Kickoff, squibbed, fielded at the 20-yard line, return to the 30, outside the numbers, and pushed out of bounds near the 34-yard line. That's where Edgewood will start this drive. Dennis, what do you think the message is from head coach Jesse Norris to his Crusader offense after the tough series, followed by the defense giving up seven? No panic. You can't get it all back at once. Not, you don't have a nine-point play in there, so you're going to need to score twice. Just uh, just start executing a little bit better. They've had some false start penalties, which led to the safety, and just not been able to get anything going so far. Only... Uh, only four, only five plays from scrimmage here in the first quarter for Edgewood. Play number six on its way. Mason Folkers back at quarterback in the shotgun formation. And another 
series of flags thrown prior to the snap. Edgewood a little discombobulated on offense with their third pre-snap penalty of this first quarter. Uh, Dennis, while we have a moment, I do want to point out the Lakeside Lutheran student section tonight uh, dressed up in a various assortment of Halloween costumes, it would appear. Ooh. Everything from sharks to Winnie the Pooh. There was this giant blob red thing that I'm not quite sure what it was that I was in line for a, a hot dog behind before the yeah. game. A uh, bunch of different costumes over there. The shark seems to be pretty popular, though. I see three or four of those. Got a hot dog over there. <laughs> Abe Thompson, by the way, with a three-yard carry on first down. Should probably get back to calling the game and not the student section. Second and 12 for Edgewood with 90 seconds to go in this first quarter. I got out of my car, and this orange blob was walking toward me going, hmm, all right. <laughs> Halloween night here at the ballpark? Yep, I guess so. Must be. First down, Folkers, excuse me, second and 12, takes the snap, nearly intercepted, batted down, incomplete. Caden Boo playing both sides of the ball. He's also in on defense, and he stepped in the way of a pass intended for senior wide receiver Matt Garcia, who it appeared may have slipped on the natural grass turf here at Lakeside Lutheran. The sun has set. It's definitely a little uh, dewy out there as the night continues to cool after a beautiful fall afternoon, 70 degrees today. 111 to go, third down and 12. Here in the first quarter, Lakeside Lutheran with a 9-0 lead. Edgewood needs to convert on third and long. Otherwise, they might be in danger of giving it back to Lakeside Lutheran to extend this lead to multiple scores. Here's the snap. It's high. Folkers collects it. Now scrambles left, looking downfield, directing traffic on the run. Throws up for grabs, and it's picked near the 45-yard line. Cole Lostetter on defense hauls it in for Lakeside Lutheran. And a first quarter dominated by the Warriors continues. They'll set up shop near midfield with one minute to go in the opening period. That's eight plays for three yards total for Edgewood in the first uh, first quarter. A safety and now an interception uh, come to haunt the uh, Crusaders here. Just off to an uncharacteristically slow start. The turnovers have been an issue for Folkers this season. He now has the same amount of touchdown passes and interceptions, seven apiece on the season. Burkholz takes over at the the Lakeside 45-yard line, takes the snap, handoff, up the middle. That's Yarick rushing forward inside the 30, brought down shy of the 25-yard line. Big carry for Nathan Yarick, back from injury, and the senior muscling his way downfield to lead the Lakeside Lutheran Warriors. 30 yards on that carry. Uh, looks like, oh, but up there marked it at the 26. So 29 yards on a nice little burst of speed there up the middle. That's twice we saw on the touchdown. It was the same play, only the quarterback had it. Ball in the middle of the field. Burkholz in that usual formation that Lakeside has with the tailback to either side. Pitch. It's an option play. He'll pitch it right. This time it's number 22, Crandon Dwyer, the junior, who saw a lot of playing time while Yarick was out with injury, and Dwyer is pushed out of bounds near first down yardage. They will give it to him, first down Lakeside, and he's all the way up. Is that the 10-yard line they're going to give him? Or is that back at the, uh, they'll give him the 12, so I thought he might have got one extra step there. 12-yard line, first down and 10 
for Lakeside Lutheran. Correction, the 13 officially, 13-yard line. 15 seconds to go in the first quarter, likely the last play from scrimmage. Burkholtz, 10 seconds, takes the snap. Handoff, Boo gets two yards near the 10. And that will be the end of the first quarter. Lakeside Lutheran out in front, 9-0 after 12 minutes. Level 1, Division 4, WIAA football playoffs. You're listening to Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN. Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania, 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin on demand. Jesse Nelson with the Dean, Dennis Semrau, second quarter Underway from Lakeside Lutheran High School, Division 4, Level 1, WIAA playoffs, 9-0. Lakeside Lutheran in front of Edgewood, and the Warriors on the move with the ball at the 11-yard line of Edgewood. Second red zone trip for Lakeside Lutheran tonight. Here's the snap and the handoff, plowing forward near the goal line. Caden Boo is not into the end zone. Where will they mark him? Let's give them the three-yard line. So it's second down and, oh, third and one. one, we'll call it. Line to gain, correction, Second down, or third down and one at the four-yard line. The line to gain is the three-yard line. So they can get a first down without getting a touchdown. Under center, here is the snap for Burkholtz. Burkholtz hands it off. Yarick is into the end zone. Touchdown, Lakeside Lutheran. The Warriors in control in the early stages of this second quarter. Another long drive for Lakeside Lutheran featuring a fourth down conversion near midfield and the Warriors have a 15-0 lead. Point after attempt, Grundahl will kick it through. And it is good. 16-0. Lakeside Lutheran leads Edgewood with 11-22 to play in the second quarter. You're listening to Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN. Lakeside Lutheran 16. Edgewood nothing with 11-22 to play in the second quarter of this level one division four WIAA postseason game. Again, my name is Jesse Nelson with the Dean Dennis Semrau, Colin Russo, our producer back in the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios in the AmFam Spark Building. Our video producer Hunter Vaughn on site with us at the top of the bleachers here at Lakeside Lutheran High School. Squib kick fielded at the 23-yard line. The return coming up the left side for Edgewood and brought down pushed back as he was out near the 35-yard line. We'll see if they give him the forward progress or not. Looks like the official is going to mark him back at the 30-yard line. So first down for the Crusaders. Dennis trailing 16-0 after the touchdown drive by Lakeside Lutheran. Total domination here by the Warriors. Uh, first quarter, 131-3 to in yards with the uh, extra yards here in the second quarter. Now up 142-3. to Nine first downs for Lakeside Lutheran, zero for Edgewood. So this drive is crucial. They need to sustain something here. Otherwise, we're, we're headed for a blowout. 
Folkers shotgun formation. Takes the snap. Design quarterback keeper. Wants to run right side. Cuts up field to the 35-yard line. Lunging forward to the 37. Good carry of six, maybe seven yards for Mason Folkers. Quarterback of the Edgewood Crusaders. They'll give him six with the ball spotted originally at the 31-yard line. So it's second down and a long four for Edgewood. 10.50 to go in the second quarter. 16-0. Lakeside Lutheran in front. Yeah, put the ball in the hands of your playmaker right there, uh, Folkers. And uh, it's a good first down carry here for them. They need to need to keep away from the, those penalties. They've got three false start penalties here in the early going. Matt Garcia, the wide receiver to the right. Jasper Alleman, the wide receiver to the left. Folkers, hands for Abe Thompson. Thompson to the numbers, left side, first down yardage, maybe to the 41 where he's tackled by a couple of Lakeside Lutheran defenders. Yes, they will give him just enough to move the chains for an Edgewood first down at the 41-yard line. You did four, got five, and there you go. Coming on. Eh, maybe got four and a half would be the way I'd assess that. <laughs> well, from, from a statistical standpoint, there are no half yards. So, From a statistical <laughs> standpoint, I'm not going to finish my sentence. 10-10 <laughs> to go in the second quarter. 16-0. Lakeside Lutheran leads Edgewood. Ball on the left hash. Two receivers right, one left. Shotgun formation, Folkers takes the snap. Again, a quarterback design run. Folkers went right, tried to go up the middle, and two lakeside defenders there with the tackle, including 36 Samuel Schmidt, the junior linebacker, was not going to let Folkers get any further. And Benjamin Bucks, their two-way all-conference player from a year ago, a high recruit here in the States, uh, he was right on the bottom of the pile there. Gain of one officially, second down and nine with 9.30 to go in the second quarter. Edgewood trailing by 16. 16-0 our score. More points on the board in the first 14 minutes of this game tonight for Lakeside Lutheran than it took to win against Edgewood last week, 13-10. Here's an option play, pitch it, Abe Thompson upfield, inside the 30 to the 25, brought down at the 20. A flag came in late on the play, big carry for Abe Thompson, by far the best offensive play of the night for Edgewood as it stands. Let's check the flag. Because it came in so late, I'm not sure if this will be a block in the back or something potentially on the defense. But they're walking back. Yeah, looks like that is going to be the call. A block in the back as the play carried into uh, Lakeside Lutheran territory. So they'll mark him back at the 39-yard line. The play still stands on the big run for Thompson because that infraction came so late in the play. So it's first down Edgewood up at the 39-yard line as opposed to the 24, which it would have been saved for the penalty. So a big play needed for a spark for the Edgewood offense. Folkers wants it himself. Lowers his shoulders, goes forward, and extends to the 36-yard line. At best, that's a gain of four for Edgewood. Now they're going to mark him back at the 37-yard line, so just a gain of two, second down and eight. Yeah, that run for Thompson ended up being 29 yards. They marked the penalty from the point of infraction, so ended up being a plus 19, but they still get the first down, and their second first down here after having none in the first quarter. Folker, shotgun formation, two receivers left, one right. This time he wants to throw. Goes right side at the chains. Diving catches not made. Incomplete along the far right sideline. Matt Garcia, the leading receiver on the year. 
for Edgewood, save for the tight end, Herring. Could not quite haul that in as he stumbled along the far sideline, and it's third down and eight now for Edgewood. That's the risky run, Dennis. I guess it's four down territory at this stage of the field, the 35-ish yard line, but if you throw that pass incomplete on second and long, it sets you up for a third and long difficult situation. That does... uh... Uh, Lakeside trying to make uh, Edgewood one-dimensional. You're not stopping their passing game, force them to just put the ball on the ground. High snap, Folkers hauls it in, steps up in the pocket, wants to go long, has a man. Garcia has it at the goal line. Two flags are down. Touchdown, Edgewood. Matt Garcia hauls in a 37-yard touchdown catch. I think this flag will be pass interference on the defense, but let's check it. Still. Looks like the officials aren't in a hurry to move him back. So I think this play will stand. Still was able to make the catch. Beautiful catch there. Right it the is line. defensive pass interference on Lakeside Lutheran. So Edgewood is on the board. 37-yard touchdown pass. Mason Folkers to Matt Garcia. His third touchdown reception of the year. Folkers delivers his eighth in the air. Edgewood back within 10, 16-6. And because it's a 16-point advantage and points may be at a premium tonight, Edgewood's going to line up and go for two. Try to make it a one-score game. Interesting decision from Jesse Norris early. Folkers takes it, fires middle of the field. Had a man incomplete, though, intended for Sam Klestinski, the starting tight end tonight with Mark Herring battling an injury. So the two-point conversion, no good. 16-6. Lakeside Lutheran leads Edgewood with 8.07 to go in the second quarter. Jesse Nelson, Dennis Semrau, Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. Brought to you in part by the GRB Academy. Baseball for the serious player. The GRB Academy offers training programs for players of all ages and skill levels. Find the program that fits your training and your schedule this season position player programs pitching programs foot speed and fielding camps power development reach your potential at the 52,000 square foot state-of-the-art indoor training facility visit grbacademy.com for more information dennis i don't know if we can explain how important it was for edgewood to get points on the board and potentially save its season with that 37 yard touchdown pass from folkers to garcia they do it and with 8.07 to go in the second quarter, they are back within 10 in level one of the playoffs. Yeah, huge. Uh, f- from a confidence standpoint, more than anything else, whole first quarter was a disaster uh, with, between the penalties, uh, the interception, the safety, I mean, you name it, three total yards of offense, but then they come out in that second quarter. Four, five, six play drive, 70 yards, and it took uh, just over three minutes, 3.07. So uh, just what the doctor ordered. Nice long drive. Put some points up on the board. Now they get a stop and score, and you're right back in it. Dennis, you remember that pass interference call that Edgewood scored the touchdown on? Well, it's being enforced now. Edgewood kicking off from the Lakeside Lutheran 45. It's an onside kick. kick. They tried to surprise them, but Lakeside recovers. And how about a shout-out for number 78, Alex Bear? The sophomore lineman who was able to fall on that and prevent Edgewood from starting up near the 35-yard line of Lakeside on the surprise onside kick. 
Probably one of the biggest plays of the young career for Alex Bear. Uh, Big-time play there for him. And uh, that gives uh, Lakeside a little bit of a boost here, too. Good field position to start off. Shotgun formation, Levi Burkholz. They love to run the football, and they've done so effectively so far tonight. A flag nope, is flag. down ah. before they could run the play. It would have been a carry for Caden Boo. It, it is instead a false start penalty. Fans want to remind you the WIA football finals are scheduled for November 17th and 18th at Camp Randall Stadium in Madison. All tickets are sold online, so there are no long lines to purchase them. Order your state finals tickets online in advance by clicking on the tickets link located on the top of the WIAA homepage and navigating to the state football finals option. That website is WIAAWI.org. Got to tell them the website, Dennis. One of the things with the pandemic now, no more ticket sales. It seems the playoffs... Everybody, you got to go get them online. First down and 15 option play pitch. Brandon Dwyer going left side. The junior back near the original line of scrimmage for Lakeside Lutheran. A gain of, well, it looks like they might only give him three to the 31-yard line. Oh. Now they'll give him four officially. Second down and 11 with 7.40 to go in the second quarter. Lakeside Lutheran with the ball. And a 16-6 lead over Edgewood. Ball on the left hash. Stacked formation. Burkholz awaits the snap. Takes it. Handoff. This one is Caden Boo up the middle to the 45-yard line. Shy of the first down line to gain, but a big chunk of yardage for Boo. Sets up a manageable third down and two. And Dennis, you know me, I love a good cheer from the fans. And when the fans cheer on Caden Boo here at Lakeside Lutheran and go, Boo! There are many people you can't say they're not saying Boo, they're saying Boo. But in this case, it makes perfect sense for the Warriors fans. Yeah, and meanwhile, on the bottom of the pile, Donovan Delcoffer, Edgewood was going, ouch! He fell on top of him there. Third and one, they give him the 46. Here's the handoff, Boo again, first down yardage, out past midfield, down to the Edgewood 48-yard line. First of six, first down and 10, Lakeside Lutheran, and another drive extends into Crusader territory with a 10-point lead. The ground game is so effective here for tonight. Just keeping it, just, just dominate that line of scrimmage, and so far, so good for the Warriors. I'm now distracted, Dennis. There is a shark costume in the fan section, but it has a Superman cape. Oh, wow. It's Super Shark. Super Shark. That's a new one. Best of both costumes. First down, Burkholz takes it himself. Quarterback keeper shimmies his way upfield. First down yardage as he spun down to the 36-yard line. Gain of 12 on the quarterback keeper, Levi Burkholz. Give him the 37-yard line. First and 10, Lakeside Lutheran continuing to run effectively against this Edgewood defense. And the Delkoff again with a tackle. That was a touchdown save. One more step and Burkholz was gone. He was headed for the sidelines. Ball on the right hash, two receivers left, two to the right. This is a different looking formation for Lakeside Lutheran. Let's see what it means with 5.45 to go in the second quarter. Now a man in motion right to left. Here's Yarick, and instead it's a handoff for Boo. So misdirection did not work as Edgewood was all over him for very minimal, if nothing. On the carry, Caden Boo. 
Dennis, you were here for Lakeside Lutheran's thrilling victory over Lake Mills earlier this season on Zimbraconda's Prep Mania. What do they look like tonight compared to that game against the rival Elcats just down the road? Well, they were able to run the ball pretty well that night, too. But uh, Burkholz, again, uh, he got banged up in that game late. But he was just phenomenal being able to run the ball, ran for over 100 yards, passed for over 100 yards. Handoff. Fighting forward, Caden Boo, heavy dose of him on this drive, and he continues to use those legs to muscle down to the 25-yard line. First down yardage again for Lakeside Lutheran. 4.50 to go in the second quarter. Lakeside Lutheran 16, Edgewood 6. They're just picking up 11 yards at a clip here on this drive. Edgewood did get the opening kickoff, so Lakeside gets the second half kickoff, put some points up on the board, then get the ball back there. That's be a huge swing for them. Ball on the right hash. This time it's a keeper. Burkholz running left. The Edgewood defense on him, but not before he gets inside the 25-yard line for a short game. Four said, minutes and 20 seconds to go in the half, Dennis. As you said the last time we were here, the only people uh, inhaling when he has the ball is the basketball coach and athletic director, Todd Johns. Uh, Burkholz uh, is the key to their success on the hard court this winter. Going to be headed for the Citadel to play Division One football or basketball, rather. Be, uh, Another Electrolete timeout with 4.14 to go. Edgewood calls this timeout, so they still have two remaining in the half. Total hydration for every occasion with Electrolete. Jesse Nelson, Dennis Semrau, Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. Zimmerconda's Prep Mania also brought to you by UW Credit Union. Their online and mobile banking goes above and beyond with top-rated service and security that exceeds industry standards. Explore innovative and intuitive ways to manage your money anytime, anywhere. UW Credit Union's in-house team of engineers and developers create digital banking solutions designed for you. Learn more at uwcu.org and follow ESPN Madison on all of our social media platforms to find this week's and every week's UW Credit Union Student Athlete of the Week. 4.14 to go in the second quarter. Lakeside 16, Edgewood 6. Jesse Nelson, Dennis Semerow in the booth at Lakeside Lutheran High School. Hunter Vaughn, our video producer for our live free video stream on Wisconsin On Demand. Colin Russo, our audio producer back in the Park Bank ESPN Madison studio. Fake the give out of the timeout. Second down and eight. Throw right side is complete to number 21. Nathan Yarick out of the backfield. A little skirmish at the end of that play I think one of the Edgewood defenders might have been Nadelkoff in on the tackle thought he might have wrestled that football away to force a turnover but they will say that the receiver Yarick was down for a gain of one third and eight with 345 to go in the quarter could be four down territory for Lakeside Lutheran that was only the second pass attempt here for the game for Lakeside Ball on the right hash, three receivers left, one to the right. The lone tailback is Boo. Fake the give Go with a jet slant. man in motion. They'll throw a slant left side complete to Cole Lostetter. And as he sprints forward before being brought down at the 15-yard line, it's good for a Lakeside Lutheran first down conversion. That's devastating for the Edgewood defense that thought they were in a great position at third and eight. 
Instead, Lakeside converts. And the Warriors have first and 10 and another trip to the red zone. Fourth first down on this drive. And now the, going to the air here, two passes in a row. And back-to-back -back passes. That's a rare commodity for Lakeside Lutheran this season. Burkholz takes the snap, handoff, Boo up the middle. Caden Boo breaks a tackle, breaks two Flag. defenders. He's into the end zone for a Lakeside Lutheran touchdown. He's got a flag in the backfield, though. What uh, do you think that flag is, Dennis? Did you have eyes on it? Yep, uh, I think it was a hold there. Yep, and the official has already indicated holding on Lakeside Lutheran. No one wins a game of I spy against the Dean Dennis Semrau. He spotted that flag immediately and take the touchdown off the board for the Warriors. Good second effort there, though, by Boo. He just skips, keeps those legs going and going and going. Yeah, aside from the flag for holding, which didn't really impact, I think, the result of the play for where the infraction occurred. I mean, Boo had an incredible run there over the Edgewood defense that just looks yeah. gassed. He ends up getting credit for five yards. Uh, it was five yards downfield where the uh, flag was dropped. First and 15 back at the 20-yard line. Lakeside can get a first down without a touchdown. Burkholz faked the option, wanted to keep him himself, had nowhere to go, and the Edgewood defense wasn't fooled. They'll drop him for a loss. Lakeside's going the wrong way. A loss of two for Levi Burkholz. It'll be second and 17 now for the Warriors all the way back at the 22-yard line. Yeah, West Coates, name I haven't called. Uh, he was host of uh, Crusaders there on, on that play. Good defensive effort there. Makes it now uh, second and 17. With 2.17 to go in the quarter and the half. 16-6. Lakeside Lutheran leads Edgewood. Warriors trying to extend the lead. Ball at the 22-yard oh, Left side, bubble screen. Nowhere to go on the completed pass. So a third completed pass on this drive. But the Edgewood defense all over it including number 22, Abe Thompson, the starting running back. Another defensive player. He goes both ways on this Edgewood team, as many players do for both squads tonight. And Thompson collects the tackle for a loss of one. Edgewood calls an Electrolyte timeout as third down and 18 looms for Lakeside Lutheran. That's Trey Lauber on the catch there. Trey Lauber, rather. But uh, Edgewood wants to make sure you get the defense set. They want to hold, if they can hold them to a field goal here, that'd be a, a, a big win. This drive started at 8.06, so we've gone six minutes plus. Again, the way uh, the doctor ordered, or used to say, love it when a plan comes together. Lakeside executing that ground game almost to perfection here in the first half. Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania brought to you in part by Nations Lending. The team at Late Nations Lending Monona finds home financing solutions that are as unique as you are. Whether you're buying your first home, your next home, or refinancing, they've got your back. They'll act as your personal advocates to inspire the true sense of home ownership. From drinks on the patio to blanket forts in the living room to the smell of backyard barbecues because that's how they help you home. Go to nationsmadison.com to get started today. Nations Lending, home loans made human. Love Irick and Lending that helped us with our home purchase this summer. Out of the timeout, third down and 18. Burkholz, quarterback keeper. He'll get a few of the yards back inside the 20, diving forward to the 18. Edgewood may burn its final timeout here, or are they going to let it ride? Minute 45, and the clock continues to tick on fourth down and long for Lakeside Lutheran. 
And now a couple of decisions to be made by head coaches here. Dennis, if you're Jesse Norris, do you burn your timeout or save it to get the ball back before the half? If you're Lakeside, do you try a long field goal? Do you try and go for it on fourth and 13? It's a 35-yard field goal at this point. Uh, no real wind out here tonight. I think it's pretty calm. Yeah, but uh, they want a gorgeous the, evening. Are they gonna? They're gonna give us the field goal shot. They're gonna try and kick no. it, but a flag is down. Is this gonna be a delay of game? Yeah. So a timeout. They they got a timeout in just timeout was in before the flag because I spy a little yellow flag out near the 32 yard line at midfield. A ref on the near side called the timeout. No, but it appears they will call. Illegal substitution, I hear over our PA system. That's a unique one. So now what? Oh, penalty against. Uh... Would have been a 35-yard field goal attempt. Now, looking at a 40-yard field goal attempt. Grundahl's pretty good. I don't know if he's that good. And if you miss it, you would give Edgewood the ball out near the 30-yard line. Chess match for Paul Bauer and Jesse Norris, the head coaches of Lakeside Lutheran and Edgewood, respectively. Both coaches have guided their teams to successful seasons and a rematch of what a playoff game was during the COVID fall season of 2020 played here at Lakeside Lutheran, a 31-10 Lakeside Lutheran victory in level one of those 2020 playoffs. Lakeside Lutheran then hosted Lake Mills in the final round of the postseason that year. Remember, there were only two rounds, level one and level two, taking place in late November, and Lakeside Lutheran lost 21-19 to their crosstown rivals in that final game of the year, a thriller that came down to a two-point conversion attempt. They're still going to try the field goal. 40-yard attempt for Levi Burkholtz. It oh. is partially deflected okay. by one of the Edgewood defenders, Klistinski, who handles the kicking duties for Edgewood, also plays linebacker, also on special teams defensively, and he got a fingertip on that kick to make sure it would be no good. 1-11 to go. Edgewood takes over at the 30 First down and 10 Crusaders with a chance to put points on the board and get it back to a one-score game before halftime. It may seem mundane, and it could be in the grand scheme of how this game plays out, Dennis, but that is a potential momentum play. When you get to this postseason, special teams' successes can go a long way yeah. with evenly matched teams, and that's a great special teams success for the crusaders that was a 14 play 40 yard drive it took up almost seven minutes 655 but zero points come out of it now lakeside would like to force a turnover here edgewood would like to try to get some points up with only 71 seconds to go Volkers with a minute 11 ball back at the 20 yard line of Edgewood. So I, I apologize for a mix up there. They don't get it at the 30, they get it at the 20. Volkers fakes the give, wants to throw left side, has a man up the sideline over the head. Catch is made on the run. What a catch. Jacob Sheehan, the senior, hauls it in. Edgewood out near midfield as Sheehan gets out of bounds. What a throw, what a catch. Volkers to Sheehan. And if you go back to the last drive for Edgewood, that's now back-to-back -back outstanding throws and catches. 
And a 29-yard pass play there. Sheehan coming in with 20 catches. Uh, expected to make more of an impact tonight with uh, Mark Herring being out. He did on that play. Ball on the left hash. Folkers takes the snap. Fires middle of the field. Completes to the 35-30 down to the 27-yard line. On the run. Catch made. Donovan Nadelkoff. First time on offense calling his name tonight. Nadelkoff with a slant over the middle of the field has it. Edgewood on the move. Under a minute to go. They have one timeout remaining at the 27-yard line. First and 10. Ball on the left hash. Folkers takes the snap. Steps up in the pocket. Batted down at the line of scrimmage. Hand in the air, number 72, Thomas Dwyer, the sophomore. Up front, knocks it down for Lakeside Lutheran defensively. Clock stops at 49 seconds to go in the second quarter. Second and 10, Edgewood trailing 16-6 in this opening round playoff game in Division Four. He's had a big momentum swing. Lakeside getting the ball to start the second half on the kickoff. If Edgewood can put some points up here. I mean, it went from a potential uh, runaway here to now Crusaders making it a game. They're in Klostinski's field goal range already. He has a great leg. We've seen him make some clutch kicks over the last few years. Folkers takes the snap on second down. Over the middle. It's complete to the 10-yard line. Barreling forward to the 5. Jasper Alleman, the junior wide receiver. First down and goal, Edgewood, with 41 seconds, and they haven't even had to burn their final timeout yet. What a play. Folkers, Alleman, they're sharing the wealth on offense, is Edgewood, and they have first and goal. <laughs> Four plays, three big ones, all over 20 yards, three first downs. Here's the big one now, punch it in. Clock running, 30 seconds to go. Folkers, high snap, hauls it in, takes it himself, running right side to the goal line. Touchdown, Edgewood. Mason Folkers, a four-yard touchdown carry. And the Crusaders are within one score with 22 seconds to go until the half. That's how you run a two-minute offense. 49 seconds, 80 yards. I love it. Coach Norris, whatever you did, try to duplicate that. That was perfect. One of the great drives we've seen in quite some time, if I do say so myself. Three passes, all for 20-plus yards. And then the run and the extra points. Point after is through the uprights and good. 16-13. Lakeside leads Edgewood with 22 seconds to go until the half. Jesse Nelson, Dennis Semrau, Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania. For nearly 50 years, Zimbrick Honda has provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles. The trusted staff of Zimbrick Honda's used car dealership will time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. If you're looking for a newer used Honda, visit Zimbrick Honda in Madison today or head to ZimbrickHonda.com to search vehicle inventory. Coming up at the break, Alex Gravatt standing by in the Park Bank ESPN Madison studios. We'll have score updates from around the area's high school football scene. Level one of the playoffs taking place tonight. And also a live look in of Padres Phillies game three of the NLCS right here on Madison's home of the MLB postseason 100.5 ESPN. Heading to the bottom of the fourth inning, the Padres and Phillies tied at one. Dennis Semra, I know you're a big baseball guy, and you're apparently obviously a Padres fan in the NLCS. I was, I don't know, I was at a bar the other night. Everyone Josh, seemed to be cheering on the Phillies. Josh Hader. They didn't seem too fond of the well, San Diego the Phillies, Padres. Uh, you know, if the Brewers win one more game, 
It's the Brewers instead of the Phillies. The Phillies are the ones that beat them out for that spot. So that's don't why remind I, us, Dennis. Don't I don't want remind us. That's why I'm anti-Phillies. Kick is away into the end zone for a touchback for Edgewood. Fans do want to remind you the WIA has joined the many fan-favorite sporting events that have moved to all digital and cashless tickets for admission into events. With its partnership with GoFan Ticketing, you can purchase and process your tickets safely, securely, and conveniently online for all the exciting state tournaments this fall. Patrons will need to use their mobile device to redeem their tickets at the gate. To purchase tickets, visit the WIAA website, wiaa.org slash tickets. So, Dennis, as we approach halftime, I'm guessing Lakeside's going to take a knee here, and that'll be at your first half thoughts with a 16-13 lead for Lakeside Lutheran at the break. We have ourselves a game the last three times we've been here. It's gone down to the last play for Lakeside Lutheran. They've won them all, and I would not be surprised for this one to be in the same category. Burkholz takes a knee. Both teams already retreating to the locker room as the clock runs down from 10 seconds. All the way down to zeros. 16-13. Lakeside Lutheran leads Edgewood. Lutheran had a 16-0 lead shortly into the second quarter. Edgewood has responded with 13 unanswered at the half. Alex Gravatt standing by on the other side of this break for your halftime coverage. Brought to you by the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company. 16-13, Lakeside Lutheran leads Edgewood. You're listening to Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN. Welcome back into the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios. I'm Alex Gravatt alongside the one, the only Colin Russo. This is Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. And we're going to take a quick look around as football, we've got playoff football, and it is exciting in some cases and not so exciting in others. However, we certainly have the best game on the docket tonight. Edgewood, the fourth seed at Lakeside Lutheran. It is 13-16, to 16, and we'll back, get back to coverage with that after the halftime show. We're also going to take a quick look at the Padres and Phillies as that game is going on. We'll be back with that in a few moments. But in Division One, as we take a look, uh, the number one seed, McGuanago. Yeah, they're doing number one seed things. 42 to nothing over Milwaukee Hamilton. Not even close. Middleton, the number five seed, traveling to Milwaukee Marshall Co-op. That's the four seed. They're winning 20 to zero in that one. So it looks good for them. However, the other area school, Verona, the number two seed, zero. The number seven seed, Marquette, three points. It's a low scoring affair. Verona had to get an interception to get out of the reds or to get out of. The other red zone, things are looking dicey for the Verona team. We'll keep an eye on that one throughout the night. Wanakee rolling Sheboygan North. And then Madison Memorial 42, Milwaukee Pulaski Co-op, number the five seed. They've got zero, so Madison Memorial doing great out there. Number one seed, Arrowhead 14, Janesville Parker 7. Keeping it nice and tight, that was a... In the first quarter, we'll see where that goes. But plenty of time, and in the playoffs, anything can happen. All you need to do is get into the dance. Looking at Division Two, Sun Prairie East, the number two seed, 27. Oregon, zero. 
DeForest, the number three seed, saying, hey, we might have been underseeded here. Number 332, Sun Prairie West, nothing. Monona Grove, zero. They're the five seed traveling to Waukesha West, 21. That's going to be a tough hole to dig themselves out of. And then as we look across to Division Three, Monroe, the cheesemaker's been rolling, been super hot all year. They're tied 0-0 zero to zero with 8-seed Portage at the end of 1. Haven't heard anything since then. They could have pulled away, but we're not sure. All we know is Portage is putting up a fight. West Bend East, the number 3-seed hosting McFarland. 14-0 West Bend over McFarland. And Mount Hora Barneveld, that team that we all thought was impossible to take down, the 2-seed. They've got 7 points at Stoughton, who has 0. That is a close game, and we will keep an eye on that Division three bracket in particular as we take a look at the scores throughout the night. We'll keep you updated. Division four, Columbus, the number one seed, 40 to 42 to Altona's zero. That is a tough spot to be. Columbus just absolutely rolling. Number four, number five, Edgewood. That's the game we've got. They've got 13, Lakeside Lutheran 16. We are still looking for Lake Mills. That score has not gone public yet. Lake Mills, the three seed at hosting Evansville. If you have that score, feel free to call in, text in 844-770-3776. Or you know what? Just tweet at us, at ESPN Madison. And the last game we've got in the Division Four docket, Lodi, 28, Platteville, 0. That scoreboard update, looking around the area, was brought to you by the area's finest Great Dane Pub and Brewing Always fun, always family-friendly, and with four locations in the area, it's always easy to enjoy one of Madison's favorite traditions for lunch or dinner today. Visit GreatDanePubitBrewing.com to find the location near you. Eastside, downtown, Fitchburg, or Hilldale. That's anywhere you're at. Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company, Madison's home for craft beer and pub food since 1994. When we come back, we're going to take a live look at the Padres and Phillies. After this, this is 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. We are back with Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. We were hoping to go to catch a little bit of the uh, the, the MLB playoffs with the Padres. Phillies just knock home two more to jump ahead. It is now three to one Phillies over the Padres, and of course, we hit the bottom of the the inning. So we're going to take another quick look at division or area high school sports before we jump to that game. A uh, reminder, Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania brought to you by, of course, Zimbrick Honda. For more than 50 years, Zimbrick Honda has, or for nearly 50 years, I should say, Zimbrick Honda has provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles. A trusted staff of Zimbrick Honda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. If you're looking for a new or used Honda vehicle, visit Zimbrick Honda in Madison or head to ZimbrickHonda.com to search inventory. As we look across Division One, Middleton has 20 points over Milwaukee Marshall Co-op, the number four seed. They've got 20. Co-op, zero. Middleton's winning that one. McGuanago, 42-0. Verona, zero. Marquette, the number seven seed in Verona, up three to zero. Madison Memorial, 42 over Milwaukee. Pulaski, the five seed. 
Zero. All right, we are now going to take a live look in at the game. All right, we will keep you up to date on the score of this one and as well as all area scores before and after the game. We're going to head back to Lakeside Lutheran at Edgewood after this break. Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin on demand, live from Lakeside Lutheran High School. Jesse Nelson alongside the Dean of Area High School Sports, Dennis Semrau. And it seems like we may have chosen the right game to be at this week for Zimbraconda's Prep Mania. One of the few close games in the greater Madison area at the half, Lakeside Lutheran 16, Edgewood 13. Dennis Semrau, your first half thoughts. Now that we've had a little time to sit on it here, the Crusaders coming storming back after being down 16. Looked like Lakeside was on another roll downfield, and we thought this could get ugly. The Edgewood Crusaders have held strong to stay in this game as we approach the start of the third quarter, down by just three. Well, Lakeside running the ball like they want to. Uh, only problem was they had a 14-play drive, 40 yards, took seven minutes off the clock and got zipped for it. And then Edgewood stormed right back and got that touchdown right before halftime to get back in the game. But it's still two, two types, types of offenses. Lakeside 196 yards rushing in the first half to uh, 50 for Edgewood. Edgewood 113 yards passing to seven for Lakeside. Uh, Lakeside had 12 first downs. Edgewood seven, all seven in the second quarter when they really came back. They're four for ten passing, and Lakeside's three for four. So um, pretty much what we thought, that Lakeside's got the ball here to start the second half. They want to be able to grind out a six, seven-minute drive. Edgewood's, one of the keys was not allowing those, and they allowed two long drives in the first half. One uh, bit them in the butt. The other one, great stop, and led to their, their uh, big score at the end of the half. Edgewood will kick right to left as we see it. The Crusaders in their road white uniforms, the maroon letters and numbers with maroon pants, white helmets, the maroon stripe down the middle with the same color E on one side and the number for each player on the other. The Lakeside Lutheran Warriors receiving, working left to right. Think of the Penn State home blue with the white helmets, the plain classic look, that's exactly what Lakeside Lutheran looks like tonight as we play here in level one of the Division Four WIAA football playoffs. The kickoff fielded, returned out near the 25-yard line. We'll check the official spot momentarily. First down and 10, Lakeside Lutheran with a 16-13 lead. Jesse Nelson, Dennis Semrau, Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. Hunter Vaughn, our video producer. We welcome those of you that are watching tonight's game live and free on our video stream on Wisconsin On Demand. Over 100 of you joining us on the free video stream throughout the course of the night. We thank you for tuning in and glad we're able to give you a thrilling game here in level one of the playoffs. Levi Burkholz, the quarterback, hands it off on first down. Caden Boo, the ball carrier, gets just a yard. Out to the 30, nope, correction, the 25-yard line. Second and nine for Lakeside Lutheran after one play to start this third quarter. Yeah, West Coates right there to make the stop. Said, nope, that's as far as you're going to get, buddy. Second down and nine for the Warriors. Was that the uh, defensive line, one of the keys for Edgewood coming into the season. Coates 
and uh, Tanner Krantz, the two ends, juniors, and then the sophomore in the middle, Jackson Kitzmiller. That's going to be a force, I think, for them next year. Ball spotted in the middle of the field. One receiver set to the right, three to the left. Here's the snap. Quarterback keeper, Burkholz running right. Tried to get the edge, now spins inside the numbers. Brought down shy of the 35-yard line, near first down yardage. Uh-oh, appears that there's a injured Lakeside Lutheran warrior down on the field. Trey Pounding the ground. Trey Lauber, the senior wide receiver, remains down and frustrated. It appears that the run for Burkholz was stopped about a yard short of the third down line to gain, so it'll be third and one, maybe two to go for Lakeside Lutheran after this injury timeout. Dennis Semra was just telling you about the keys to victory tonight. They're brought to you by Canopy Wealth Management, where they believe community is everything, and they're constantly working towards the betterment of our community. That's why they've partnered with Gilda's Club, the Madison Capitals, Kids from Wisconsin, and JDRF. At Canopy, their clients' financial goals are something they're constantly striving to help reach maximum potential, which is why they work solely in your best interest. You define your goals, and they work towards making them happen with their comprehensive financial planning. Go to Canopy wealth.com to get started with them today. Dennis, while the injured Lakeside Lutheran Warrior is being tended to, why don't we remind everyone what tonight's Canopy Wealth Management keys to victory are for both of these teams. Lakeside run the football to keep that Edgewood offense off the field. They want to clean up uh, some uh, penalties and whatever. For the most part, they did a good job of the false starts. And then be more physical on the interior. Again, that's where that uh, uh, the, all, all those hundred and <laughs> Was at 196 yards rushing game, running uh, you know that offensive line being a little bit overpowering for the Edgewood D line, and then on the other side for Edgewood it was score every possession. Well, the first quarter was not too much there. Eliminate the long runs and then to keep the quarterback and check Burkholz, and he's given he's gotten one touchdown run tonight. Those are your Canopy Wealth Management keys to victory. After the injury timeout, third down and one. Lakeside Lutheran converts on a carry straight up the middle by Caden Boo. The chant Boo coming from the Lakeside Lutheran fans here at home as the Warriors move the chains. First down and 10 at the 37-yard line. Line to gain their own 47, just shy of midfield. We're not sure who's got the ball. we got to do is wait for the student section. They'll tell us. <laughs> Burkholz takes the snap. Hands it off. This time, it's Nathan Yarick who's running down the right sideline. Stiff arms a defender out of bounds. And Yarick has first down yardage brought down right at midfield. Boy, he took Paul Sergenian, and he just shoved him trying to get a few extra yards. Yeah, strong arm there. Protect the football and then uh, push the defender away with the other one. And Now we get back-to-back uh, -back first downs. Ball at midfield, line to gain the 40. First down and 10, Lakeside Lutheran with a 16-13 lead. Under 10 minutes to play in the third quarter. Here's the snap. Burkholz keeps it himself. Going right side, inside the numbers, tried to turn up field instead. He'll be brought down at the 44-yard line for a gain of four. Lakeside Lutheran sets up a manageable second down and six. We saw in the first quarter, Dennis, they were able to successfully run the football. Edgewood figured it out a little bit in the second quarter, made them go to the air where they got into some trouble and weren't able to put points on the board with a field goal attempt that was blocked. That was part of the demise in the final 10 minutes of that second quarter for Lakeside Lutheran and why we have such a close game right now in the third quarter. Yeah, Lakeside had a holding penalty right toward the end of that drive too, which 
helped uh, matters a little bit. Burkholz handoff left side. Oh, big oh, hit in the backfield. backfield yes. Donovan Nadelkov got a little heavy running into Burkholz after he was well out of the play. Uh, the carry did go for Nathan Yarick, two yards forward to the 44-yard line. The officials conferring as they await the call for the flag. A personal foul, unnecessary roughness against the Edgewood Crusaders and Donovan Nadelkov. 9.08 to go in the third quarter, a crucial penalty. Instead of third and four out near the 40-yard line, Lakeside Lutheran now has first and 10 all the way up at the Edgewood 30. Big swing there after the personal foul. Ball in the middle of the field. One receiver right, one left. Couple of tailbacks either side. Fake the give to the air. Wide open man at the five-yard line. It's caught, pushed out of bounds, shy of the goal line. Cole Lostetter, number 19 in the home blue uniforms of the Lakeside Lutheran Warriors, was all alone. Burkholz fooled every Edgewood defender going to the air with a play action. First and goal Warriors at the three-yard line. Flag pattern. It just ran down the right sideline, standing almost waving like a fair catch signal. Hey, come on, get the ball. He actually, it was like a fair catch because yeah. he actually stood there. It was underthrown. He had to wait for it for a couple <laughs> of seconds. That's how far wide open he was. Burkholz keeps it himself. Right side into the end zone. Touchdown, Lakeside Lutheran. Second rushing touchdown of the night for quarterback Levi Burkholz. His fifth rushing touchdown of this season. And the Warriors extend their lead 22-13 with 8.26 to go in the third quarter. 76-yard drive that came right out. The opening kickoff of the second half. And uh, keep it pretty much on the ground. You had the nice uh, pass play for 29 yards. 27 yards, actually, which set up the score. Otherwise, all of it on the ground. A statement drive for the Warriors. Point after is good. 23-13. Lakeside Lutheran leads Edgewood with 8.26 to go in the third quarter. You're listening to Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN. Jesse Nelson, Dennis Semrau, Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin on demand. 23-13, Lakeside Lutheran leads Edgewood with 8.26 to go in the third quarter. Squib kick on the ensuing kickoff, fielded at the 30-yard line, running right side Edgewood, outside the numbers, 35-40, brought down near the 42-yard line. Pretty good starting field position for the Crusaders on their first offensive series of the second half. One stat correction we want to make sure we pass along and give proper credit for that touchdown run. I got fooled by a little misdirection by the rushing offense of Lakeside Lutheran. Caden Boo found the end zone for Lakeside Lutheran on a three-yard touchdown run for the Warriors. So, sorry, Levi Burkholz. Instead, it's Caden Boo finding the end zone. I'm sure they're both okay with it. 23-13, Lakeside on top. Fake the give. Folkers throws on first down. Has a man out in the left flat complete and brought down just shy of the sidelines at the 45-yard line. Catch made by number 18, Jacob Sheehan, who had a big catch on the left sideline earlier on the final two-minute drive of the first half that Edgewood resulted in a touchdown with. 
He picks up about five yards to set up second down and five for Edgewood at the 45-yard line. Line to gain midfield. Ball on the left hash, two receivers on the near side to the left, two to the right. Abe Thompson, the lone tailback to the right side of Mason Folkers. Shotgun formation. Folkers takes it. Blitz coming. Folkers looks right. Has a man. Sidestep. Spin move. First down and more. Running right side. And into Lakeside Lutheran territory before being dragged down at the 43-yard line. Donovan Nadelkov suddenly becoming a popular name for Edgewood on both sides of the ball. Nadelkov moves the chains and puts Edgewood into Lakeside territory first and 10. Yeah, pick up a 12 on that one and almost makes up for the 15 on the personal foul penalty on the previous drive, but you know, like the enthusiasm. Just sometimes you got to dial it back a little bit, that's all. 7.30 to go in the third quarter. Pitch play going left. Thompson nowhere to go. Shook a defender. Thompson now barreling forward, and he's got a first down for Edgewood. Down to the 33-yard line. Thompson looked like he was going to lose a couple of yards, and instead, oh, they will not give him a first down. I thought it was a first down carry. They mark him just shy by about a half a yard, second and one. Still an incredible gain of nine for what looked like it would be a loss of two or three. Yeah, that was all second effort here on uh, Thompson's port. Kind of ducked his head down. 34-yard line, Folkers take it, same play. Pitches right, Thompson. This time he cannot shake the defenders. Lakeside Lutheran on him. Caden Boo, the running back who scored on the last drive. Part of a stop on the defense this time. Back at the 40-yard line, third down and six for Edgewood in what I think is four-down territory. Yeah, that was uh, tried to run the same play to the other side, and that time they sniffed it out. Boo was right on him. Dennis, one of the things you always like to start talking about at this stage of the game, especially in the playoffs, counting how many possessions you may have left. With the way Lakeside plays, they drain clock by running so often. Edgewood needs to convert here, and they do. Right side of the field, complete. Nice throw from Folkers to Matt Garcia, who's been intended several times tonight. Had the touchdown catch earlier, but his name hasn't been called too much outside of that one big play. He converts on third and six for a gain of seven and a first down Edgewood. Clock stops with Garcia pushed out of bounds with 6-11 to go in the third quarter. Three receivers left, one right on the near side. Folkers, bad snap, it's over his head and goes all the way out near midfield. Folkers picks it up on the run, now tries to turn it upfield where he is brought down. A big loss on a big miscue for Edgewood. Lakeside Lutheran's defense chases down Mason Folkers. Edgewood maintains possession, but they just lost 5, 10, 15, 17 yards on that play. A snap over the head of Folkers in the shotgun. You know, Dennis, he's had high snaps coming his way all night. That doesn't surprise me. Nope, it wasn't able to pull that one down. That'll be a team rush for a minus 17. Can't credit the quarterback on that one. It was the bad snap. Second and 27. Let's see what Jesse Norris and the Edgewood offense has in their playbook. Three receivers left, one right. Shotgun formation. Folkers takes the snap, wants to throw middle of the field, has a man at the 40 of Lakeside, trying to cut it outside. Not much room for Sheehan. He got some of it back, a gain of 10, but it's still third down and 17 for Edgewood. And you got to think, now is it still four down territory if they were to get nothing here? You're very unlikely to convert fourth and 17. Would you be better off punting and trying to pin 
Lakeside yep. deep. So let's see what they decide to do. If they try to get a chunk of it, all of it, and what the decision would be to follow. 4.45 to go, third quarter, Edgewood down 10. Folkers takes the snap, pressure coming. He's going to throw it right on a screen for Thompson, who can turn it upfield if he can stay balanced, but he doesn't. He was bumped by a Lakeside Lutheran defender, Trey Lauber. Always great to see an injured player back in the game. Lauber does so on the defensive side. And it's fourth down and seven for Edgewood on a gain of 10 on the screen to Thompson. Good play design, Dennis, and now they can go for it. Now you got uh, plenty of room there. The 30-yard line. Open up the playbook. What do you got for seven yards? Line to gain is the 23. Huge play in this playoff game on fourth and six. Volkers in the shotgun, takes the snap, steps up, throws left, has a man at the 20, complete for a first down. Ball came out at the end of the play, but the receiver was down. Number 10. Wes Hafer, the senior wide receiver, converts. But a flag and a holding penalty on Edgewood. While everyone was watching to see if they wanted to call that a fumble at the end of the play, a flag was down and a hold on the Edgewood line. Devastating for the Crusaders, who had a first down on fourth and six. Big conversion there. Wiped out. Would have been a huge play for the Crusaders. Instead, back them up to the 43-yard line for fourth and 19. 3.45 and counting to go, and Edgewood will keep the offense on the field on fourth and long. That'll be a punt, a quick kick. Folkers could try a quick kick. The flag flag. is down for a false start. Edgewood is still going backwards. One of the coaches in the sidelines in front of us here for Lakeside was calling for a penalty. He was jumping up and down, and then the whistle finally blew. 3.32 to go in the third quarter. Edgewood had a fourth down and six converted, but a holding penalty took them back to fourth and 19. A false start penalty now puts them at fourth and 24, and head coach Jesse Norris says, punt. (laughs) Forget about it. We're going to try and pin Lakeside deep with a punt. Could have been a red zone opportunity, save for the holding penalty. It's a big one here now. uh you want to get uh, a nice punt there for the defense, give the defense a little bit of help here. Klastinski had to chase down the snap, oh, and a bad kick, kick sails out of bounds right into the Edgewood sideline. Klastinski had to go run it down far to his right. He was able to haul it in, but with pressure coming at a quick kick, and that was disastrous for Edgewood. Took he had a little bit more time, but he thought the pressure was there and just wanted to get it off. Unfortunately... They get three yards net on that punt. Prep Mania brought to you by Stoughton Health, where they provide comprehensive and compassionate care to Stoughton communities and the entire Madison area. From our sports rehab facilities in Oregon and Stoughton to the renovated ortho team with Dr. Robble, Stoughton Health can help. Learn more at StoughtonHealth.com. First down, Levi Burkholz, quarterback keeper, muscling forward, spinning once, twice, Finally brought down shy of midfield for a gain of three, maybe four, depending on how generous the officials are here. 
We'll call it three. Yeah, that one, Boo had it. He took it back out. Maybe he should have let Boo had it. He had a nice little uh, kind of alley up the middle there, but still get three yards. Here's where Lakeside's dangerous now. You've got under three minutes to go in the third quarter. If they can get a nice another 10, 15 play drive, they can eat up a lot of clock time here. 23-13, Lakeside Lutheran leads Edgewood. Coming up on two minutes to go in the third Flag. quarter. Flag is down. Meanwhile, Burkholtz with the keeper has first down yardage inside the Edgewood 40. It's a nice gain for Burkholtz, should it stand, but I doubt it will. Yeah, awful quick. That was uh, in motion. Uh, referee was right on that before the ball was even snapped. He was calling it. Jesse Nelson, Dennis Semrau, Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania from Lake Mills at Lakeside Lutheran High School. For those of you that have lived in the Madison area for a while but maybe haven't made the trip down here to Lake Mills, it's an interesting setup. Lake Mills has two high schools separated by just a couple of blocks. And for being one of our you know, smaller communities in the grand scheme of the greater Madison area, it's very unique that you have the, the public school, Lake Mills High School, the LCATs just down the road, and then here, Lakeside Lutheran, the private high school. Great rivalry between the two teams. We, fo we featured it earlier this year on Prep Mania, the Slider Bowl, or the... Winner gets burgers. Yeah, yes. winner gets burgers uh, at practice the following week. From it's courtesy of the VA, uh, yep. correct? Yeah. Or the veteran, the Legion. Yeah, the American Legion. Thank you. Uh, on second down and long, Lakeside ran it for a gain of one to set up third down and eleven. Goes Yark on that one. Minute thirty-five to go in the third quarter. Ball spotted in the middle of the field line to gain is the Edgewood forty-five. Lakeside Lutheran has it at their own forty-six. Will they go to the air or keep it on the ground and continue to drain clock up 10? Here's the snap. Burkholz hands it off. Not a lot going for Boo. He's brought down shy of midfield. And it's fourth and long, and Lakeside Lutheran will have to punt it away. And given the disastrous end to the Edgewood drive, including the bad punt, you got to think the Crusaders view this as a win to get the ball back. Yeah, give credit to the uh, defense and uh, Lakeside. A little conservative there. Just some handoffs into the line to see if they could pop one. And Edgewood was able to uh, hold fort. Now we end up with a fourth and seven and a punt. Should be uh, Lauber in there. Yep. Trey Lauber to punt. Edgewood will, or excuse me, Lakeside Lutheran will kick it away as we approach 30 seconds to go in the third quarter. The kick will sail out of bounds, hit the marker at the 20-yard line. And so Edgewood will probably get one play here with 26 seconds, depending on what they decide to do. Nearly 800 of the state's top student-athletes will be recognized for excelling academically and athletically through the WIAA's Scholar Athlete Award Program, underwritten by Marshfield Clinic. Applicants will be in the running for the 32 State Scholar Athlete Awards presented at a reception in May. Application materials are available exclusively online through the WIAA website. Deadline for nominations is March 13, 2023. This message from 100.5 ESPN and the WIAA, keeping the education in sports. Especially Dennis Sumrall. Here's the snap. Folkers on first and ten. Fires right side. First down yardage complete to Matt Garcia. A laser 
from Folkers to Garcia. Move the chains for Edgewood. I stand corrected, Dennis. They're going to get at least one more play here in the third quarter after a quick dart and a first down. Out to the 34-yard line, the Crusaders go. Ten seconds to play in the third quarter. The clock runs. Three receivers left, one right. Folkers in the shotgun. Five seconds to get this snap off. He'll take it. Pressure coming. Folkers in the pocket. Fires right side again. Sideline. Garcia caught it right at the first down marker. Will they give it to him or is he a yard shy? We will find out to start the fourth quarter. 23-13. Lakeside Lutheran leads Edgewood with 12 minutes to go in level one of this Division Four WIAA playoff matchup. You're listening to Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN. Twelve minutes to go for one of these two teams in their football season. Fourth quarter underway. Edgewood facing second and one. A deep shot. Folkers down the middle of the field. Incomplete for Matt Garcia. Would have been a third straight catch for the senior wide receiver of the Edgewood Crusaders. Instead, it's out of his hands. Great defensive play by Lakeside Lutheran and Benjamin Crockless, the sophomore defensive back. Second one, why not go for it? Went for the, the post pattern. I love that play call. Yep. Take so a shot, I. see what happens. Now third and one, very manageable for Edgewood. Down by 10, 23-13 with 11.52 to go in the fourth quarter. Zimbrick Honda's Prep Mania, Jesse Nelson, Dennis Semrau at Lakeside Lutheran High School. Handoff, Abe Thompson running left side. First down yardage, spins forward to midfield. He's brought down right in the center of the football field at the 50-yard line. I'm going to say this is going to come down to the uh, run game for Lakeside Lutheran against Edgewood's passing game. Edgewood not able to run the ball too much tonight, but right there they needed it, and Thompson got him a key first down here to keep that clock, keep the uh, possession going. And I think what's interesting, Dennis, is Edgewood has looked at its best tonight in this hurry-up offense. This is when they've seen the most success, going to the air, trying to move in chunks. Like to have... Let's see if Folkers can keep Let's. it going on first and 10. Fakes the give, runs right side, now throws. It's complete. Klistinski to the 40, 35, and pushed out of bounds, shy of the 30-yard line. Fake the give, find Klistinski in the flat. Edgewood on the move, first and 10, down to the lakeside 31-yard line. That's where you normally see Mark Herring in that play, the tight end. All-conference player for Edgewood who's out with an injury. Klistinski stepping up tonight, making a big catch right there and run. Clock stops with 11.18 to go. Both teams with all three Electrolyte timeouts remaining. Three receivers left, one right. Shotgun formation. Abe Thompson, the lone tailback, behind Mason Folkers at quarterback for the Edgewood Crusaders. Folkers takes the snap. Pressure coming. Rolls left, fires middle of the field. Coming across. A flag is oh. down. Multiple flags are down. It's incomplete. And I think this is going to be defensive pass interference based on the reactions of just about everybody in the building. That's a break for Edgewood. Stops the clock, too. Moves he does chains. with 11-12 to go in the game. The officials coming back and prepared to mark this off. I already got the scenario picked out for you. Edgewood's going to score. They're going to get a late field goal at the end of force overtime, and we're going to be here for a couple hours. 
Dennis Semrau getting death looks from just about everybody that could hear him moments ago, predicting multiple hours of overtime. What do you think we're going to play till 2 in the morning here in Lake Mills? No, we've not had a double overtime game here. I got a wedding to get to tomorrow. Folkers takes the snap on first and 10. Eluding pressure. Rolled left, now right. Wants to throw downfield. Heaves to the end zone. And it's incomplete out the back end of it. Folkers extended the play. He wanted to take a shot there and just couldn't find a receiver open downfield. Good defense by the Lakeside Lutheran end of things. I know they miss Hanson, uh, quarterback, Edgewood does, but you want a guy like Folkers in right now. He can beat you with his legs. He can beat you with his arm. He's a winner. He's a physical. He's going on both sides, so you know he's he's gritty kind of guy out there. You got him in the huddle. He's going, guys, let's uh, – calling the women and children we're going out hunting for dinner what's that line from the program the quarterback let's go get it boys and he's a motivator back there we'll see if he can pull it out 23 13 lakeside lutheran leads edgewood second and 10 for the crusaders marching down into lakeside lutheran territory a pass incomplete too tall for klistinski over the middle of the field folkers had to get it over the line just a shade behind him, I think, too. There. And, and Klostinski had some running room if he was able to haul that in, Dennis. He might have been able to score based on how open the field was in front of him. Would have been a really difficult catch for Klostinski. Yeah, that's what Herring might have made because he's a little more experienced in that position. But uh, Klostinski's done a good job. I don't think he's left the field on even on specials tonight. Third and ten at the 17. This is in Klestinski's field goal range. It's a two-score game. Folkers takes the snap, rolls left, fires downfield into traffic. Complete near the first down marker. Couple of Edgewood Crusader receivers were over there. Nadelkoff is the one who hauled it in. Number three. And it's a first. No, it's a fourth. It's shy of the first down line to gain. I thought he got it. It's like about one. It's going to be fourth and one for Edgewood. And they're keeping the offense out instead of kicking the field goal to make it a one-score game. 10-15 to go in the fourth quarter. Edgewood down 10. Fourth and one at the 10. Folkers takes it under center and a flag before the snap. Got got an offsides. Who jumped? Somebody did. It was Lakeside Lutheran. That will move the chains. It'll be a half the distance to the goal, so it'll be a first and goal on the four. The experience of senior quarterback Mason Folkers drawing Lakeside Lutheran offside in a pivotal moment in this playoff game to keep the Crusaders' season alive. Trailing by 10 with 10 minutes left in this game. They now have first and goal at the five. Ball in the left hash. Three receivers right, one to the left. Tailback Thompson to the left side. Folkers takes the snap. Steps up in the pocket. Pressure coming to the end zone. Touchdown, Edgewood. Jacob Sheehan on the receiving end. And the Crusaders are within four with 9.43 to go. A four-yard touchdown pass there. And uh, for Sheehan, a big catch. Came in with the uh, with two touchdowns on the season, 20 catches. But that's got to be the biggest one he's had all season. Folks, we might just have the best game of the night in the greater Madison area. 23-19, Klestinski's point after pending. Good snap, good hold, kick is true. 
23-20, Lakeside Lutheran hanging on by three at home over the Edgewood Crusaders with 9.43 to go. I love the playoffs. You're listening to Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN. Jesse Nelson, Dennis Semrau, Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN. Prep Mania brought to you by the GRB Academy. Baseball for the serious player. The GRB Academy offers training programs for players of all ages and skill levels. Find the program that fits your training goals and schedule. Visit grbacademy.com for more information. Edgewood with a touchdown drive. Saving its season, 23-20, Lakeside Lutheran at 9.43 to go. Level 1, Division 4, WIA playoffs, a surprise onside kick. It's loose. Edgewood falls on it. It didn't go 10 yards, yards, but did it hit a Lakeside defender first? There was a Lakeside Lutheran player who was going to try and recover it. The officials are talking about it at midfield right now. A surprise onside kick. Edgewood tried this earlier in the game. Did it touch the lakeside player? It did not go 10 yards. They'll wave it off. Edgewood recovers the onside kick. It did, in fact, touch the up back for Lakeside Lutheran trying to recover it. The officials appear to have a little pointing here. <laughs> Which direction? So they pointed the way of Lakeside. But Lakeside did not recover that onside kick, but they right. clearly waved off the flag, flag right? Yeah, they did. Yeah, we've got the Edgewood offense back out here yep. now, I'm pretty sure. Oh, this is tricky because a lot of these players play on both sides of the football. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure, Yeah, we are going this other way. So Lakeside, it's Lakeside Lake football. Ball did not go. Appa- apparently they. Yeah, that's what we're going with. First and ten, Warriors at the Edgewood 49. Man, that almost worked for the Crusaders. Things would have got real interesting had that worked out for Edgewood. Nowhere to go on the first down carry as Burkholz handed it off. Maybe one yard. And a little slow to get back up. Number 21, Nathan Yarick. He's returning to injury, the senior running back. Excuse me, returning from injury, the senior running back, Yarick, tonight. He has been a big part of this Lakeside Lutheran offense this evening. Great game with the clock running, approaching nine minutes to play. Lakeside Lutheran 23, Edgewood 10. Dennis, Edgewood 20. Lakeside scored in that first drive. Then uh, three and out in their last possession, only their third possession of the uh, second half. Burkholz fakes the give, keeps it himself, breaks a tackle, through into the second wave, and he's near first down yardage inside the 40-yard line of the Edgewood Crusaders. And time the enemy of Edgewood right now. Plenty of time you look on the clock, but the way Lakeside likes to grind it out, they're going to use every second that they can. There's no reason for them to get up, hustle up to the line of scrimmage. They have the lead. It's like in basketball when you got a, a lead. Why are you throwing up three pointers when you got a four or five point lead? You, know, you I want do, to milk that clock a little bit. I do think, Dennis, if Lakeside drains some clock on this drive and puts a touchdown on the board, this game is just about donezo. Third and one. Less than one. Under center, Burkholz plowing forward. Everybody knew he was going to do that, and he still got a couple of yards 
for the first down. Give him the 38-yard line and a fresh set of downs with 8.09 and counting to play in the fourth quarter. Lakeside Lutheran 23, Edgewood 20. Jesse Nelson, Dennis Semrau, Hunter Vaughn, our video producer. If you're not watching this game right now, you better get to WisconsinOnDemand.com and find us for a photo finish. Burkholtz taking his time with 7.50 to go under center. Burkholtz takes the snap, handoff. Right side, Yarick moving forward. Oh, he's carrying defenders. He's got a first down inside the 30, down near the 25-yard line. I got a chance. We got to give a shout-out to this offensive line for Lakeside tonight. Christian Stibbs, the left tackle. Alex Bear, left guard, the center. Reed uh, Whitenhiller, uh, Thomas Dwyer, the right guard, and Ben uh, Buxa, the right tackle. They're just uh, moving bodies down there. And then you've got the running backs. They're keeping their legs moving, falling forward. They're doing what they can. And you've got a quarterback who's pretty shifty back there. It's a, a winning combination. First and 10 at the 25, 7-10 and counting. Edgewood and Lakeside both have all three timeouts. Burkholtz under center. This is a stacked formation. Handoff, carrying forward, breaking free. Nathan Yorick inside the 10. The Edgewood secondary with a touchdown saving tackle. How many can you put in the box? Near the five-yard line. (laughs) They stacked it, and it worked. There was more pounds per square inch there in that that offensive and defensive line box. First and goal, Lakeside Lutheran at the five-yard line, 6.45 to go, looking to potentially deliver a game-winning blow to the Edgewood defense. You are two 20-plus carries back-to-back here. They are so difficult to try and read and stop when they put their minds to it. Burkholz under center, handoff, running right side. Not enough for Yarick. He only got a yard or so down to the four, we'll call it, for a gain of one. See if the scoreboard says anything different. Second down and goal. Lakeside Lutheran approaching the midway point of the fourth (laughs) quarter. Now he might say, maybe they're scoring too fast because Edgewood can put the ball up in the air. They've shown uh, the ability to move the ball on the ground a little bit, but mostly through the air tonight. And as long as Folkers has got a shot. Can Edgewood get three more stops with four yards to go to the goal line? Lakeside Lutheran with a three-point lead in the ball. Here's the snap. Here's the pitch. Left side. Barreling forward near the goal line. It's a scrum and nothing doing to the end zone. Brought down shy of it, Lakeside Lutheran. That's Caden Boo on the carry. He was muscling with everything he's got, but so were the Edgewood defenders. Got it to the one. At the one yard line, it's third and goal, Lakeside Lutheran approaching five minutes to play. You called it right. Went to a football game and what? A rugby a scrum rugby match broke, out. broke out. Two chances to get one yard and potentially put away the Crusaders. Lakeside Lutheran. Burkholtz under center. Takes the snap. Plows forward. Good luck calling this one. He's short of the goal line. It's fourth and goal. The Edgewood defense just 
lowered their shoulders and did everything they could to stop the mass, and they did. And now I think it's getting a little tense here at Lakeside Lutheran High School. Field goal is still just six points. A touchdown will beat you. A tie and an extra point will beat you. Fourth and goal at the one. Level one of the playoffs. Lakeside Lutheran can put it away or Edgewood can stay alive. Burkholtz under center. Takes the snap. Forward to the goal line. He did not get it. Edgewood gets the stop. Unreal. The Crusaders stay down just three, and the clock stops with 4.01 to go and a turnover on downs. Number five, Tanner Krantz at the bottom of the pile coming up there. He uh, was the first brick in the wall for the uh, Edgewood defense there. Outstanding performance. Now you're going to make the Crusaders got to go 99 yards for a touchdown to win it or just get in field goal range. But... Now uh, we had a safety first half. <laughs> Could we have another one coming coming your way? An your Edgewood play. defense that has struggled to stop the run all night against Lakeside Lutheran's offense just got back-to-back stops with one yard to the goal line. They got three stops from the four-yard line or closer. But now can Folkers take them 99 yards? Under center, he just needs some breathing room. Folkers with a quarterback sneak to try and get forward a couple of yards. He's out near the three, maybe the four. We'll see where they mark it, and that's just a little bit more to work with. Both teams with three timeouts remaining here. 3.45 to go. Dennis, that's a great point. The clock is a factor now. Edgewood's been able to move the ball. Both teams have had some big playability tonight, but Edgewood's most of it's been through the air. And uh, here's where pick six could run into some, you know, a lot of things can happen here. But the, we already saw one safety. The first score in this game made it 2-0 Lutheran. Right now they lead by three. Folkers takes the snap. Pressure coming. Folkers rolls. Fires downfield. Just needed to get a throw off, and he did. It falls innocently incomplete at the 20-yard line. Third down and eight. Folkers knew that he had to lash her there before he was in another potential safety situation like he found himself in the first quarter. Third and eight, Edgewood. So in eight yards, what are you going to do? Three to go. All three timeouts remain for both teams. The loudest our Lakeside Lutheran fans in front of us have been all night. The Cowbells are out. The Edgewood fans are standing on the far end of the field. This is the playoffs. Third and eight. Folkers takes the snap, throws left side into traffic. It's caught. Is that a first down? Oh. Yes. Edgewood has a first down. How did he catch it? How did he do that? The throw went in between two lakeside defenders. I'm not sure how either of them didn't make contact with the football or pick it off. Instead, it's caught by Edgewood. Just enough for a first down at the 13-yard line. Wes Hafer was the catch there. 10 yards, just enough. 2.50 to go in the game. First and 10 Crusaders. Folkers takes the snap. Throws middle of the field. It's batted into the air, and it falls incomplete between the 30 and 35-yard line. 
2.46 to go. Lakeside Lutheran 23, Edgewood 20. Edgewood's rush defense was tested severely on that last drive. Now it comes to the pass defense for Lakeside Lutheran. And uh, this is one where they've been a little bit more susceptible this year. Dennis Semrau, we've been here at Lakeside Lutheran High School four times in the last three years. Every game has come down to the final possession. Tonight is no different with 2.46 to go. Second and 10, Folkers steps up in the pocket, throws right side, complete beyond the 20. Hauled in by Matt Garcia. He's short of the first down line to gain, but sets up a very manageable third down and two for Edgewood with 2.30 to go. The Crusaders would need to go 99 yards on this drive to win this game with a touchdown. Clock runs with 2.20 to go. But they just need a field goal to force overtime. Ball in the right hash. Two receivers left, one right. Folkers in a shotgun, takes the snap. Design quarterback run. No, it's an option play. Thompson left side, turns upfield. Thompson stays on his feet. First down yardage, plowing forward. Brought down outside the 35 to the 36-yard line. First down, Edgewood. The five seed stays alive, moving the chains with 2.03 to go. 14 yards on that pickup uh, looked like we had number 26. Yeah, Boo was there on the tackle. But uh, Thompson dragged him at least five yards there. Good second effort. Plenty of room for that first down. And now plenty of time left here. you got all three timeouts remaining. Minute 45 to go. Folkers takes the snap, steps up in the pocket, wants to throw downfield into double coverage. It's <laughs> intercepted. At the 25-yard line, picked off by Lakeside Lutheran. Levi Burkholz, yes, the quarterback. The quarterback in the defense on that one. Burkholz, limited reps on defense with his injuries, but you want your big dogs on the field, and he was out there for that big play. Two-way players of the world unite. Levi Burkholz, the starting quarterback, with what is potentially the game-winning interception for Lakeside Lutheran with a minute 38 to go. Warrior football, 23-20, to Lakeside Lutheran on top. Ball security, number one for Lakeside. Both hands on that ball. You get It's not over, it away. Yep. It's not right. over. All three timeouts still for Edgewood. Right. Yep. Carry on the right side, nowhere to go. That's what Edgewood's defense needed on the very first play. Now you can't have a flag, and Edgewood calls a timeout, an electrolyte timeout with 1.31 to go in the game. And now the timeout game ensues. The electrolyte timeout, Prep Mania brought to you by Electrolyte, the best electrolyte beverage for premium hydration. Whether you're working outdoors, exercising, feeling under the weather, or just need a pick-me-up, Electrolyte is the drink for you. Made with glucose as a natural sweetener, Electrolyte uses glucose in order to provide immediate recovery and is packed with more electrolytes than leading hydration drinks. Electrolyte is scientifically formulated to allow immediate absorption of essential minerals. Electrolyte, total hydration for every occasion. Stick around after the game. Alex Gravatt standing by in our Park Bank ESPN Madison studios. He will update you on final scores from all around level one of the area high school football scene tonight. We'll then join, time permitting, game three of the NLCS for the Phillies and Padres in progress. We're here for the Lake Mills game. Burkholz 
with a game-winning field goal. Now could it be the interception? But you're right, got to hang on to the football. Edgewood's going to have time. At least uh, if you don't get a first down here, they're going to at least have time to put ball in the end zone. Officially no gain on that first down play. It's second and ten. Here's the run. Right side. First down yardage. Lakeside Lutheran. Knocked out of bounds to stop the clock. Caden Boo moves the chains for Lakeside Lutheran. Up 23-20 with a minute 24 to go. That's the other thing. you got to stay in bounds if you're Lakeside Lutheran. But for that one, that that, that helped... uh, Edgewood, they don't have to call the timeout. they still got two left. So they can still get the ball back, but now with Lakeside Lutheran out near the 41-yard line, line to gain is the Edgewood 49. Even if they punted it away, it would be a tall task for Edgewood to try and get down the field with the amount of time they'll have remaining. First and 10, Lakeside. Burkholtz awaiting the nope. snap. A flag Delay. is thrown. Delay a game. Is that what they're going to get here? Yep. A delay of game called on Lakeside Lutheran without the clock running. So it's first and 15. That helps Edgewood in their efforts to try and just get one last gasp. Minute 24 to play. Level 1. Division 4. The WIAA football playoffs. Winner gets Catholic Memorial next week. First down for Lakeside, it'll be over. Burkholz takes the snap. It wasn't a good snap. He was able to haul it in, hand it off, and just a yard forward. And you're right, Dennis, an electrolyte timeout is called immediately by the Edgewood defense. Minute 20, four seconds run off the clock. Prep Mania brought to you in part by Nations Lending. The team at Nations Lending Monona finds home financing solutions that are as unique as you are. Whether you're buying your first home, your next home, or refinancing, they've got your back. They'll act as your personal advocates to inspire the true sense of home ownership, from drinks on the patio to blanket forts in the living room to the smell of backyard barbecues, because that's how they help you home. Go to nationsmadison.com to get started today. Nations Lending, home loans made human. Our location for next week's Prep Mania broadcast is still to be determined. I would say the chances are fairly likely, if I was a guessing man, that DeForest and Sun Prairie East could be looking forward to a broadcast from 100.5 ESPN in Wisconsin on demand. Back to Sun Prairie one more time. Why not? We've been there enough this year, but a lot of great games. We know the way to San Jose. We know the way to Sun Prairie. A gain of two for Lakeside Lutheran on the first and 15 carry. Out of the Electrolyte timeout. Second down and 13. Minute 20 to go. Three receivers left, one right. Burkholz takes the snap. Keeps it himself, running right, using blockers to the 45. Outside the numbers, near midfield. Very close to the first down line to gain. That was a huge run on second and 13 for Levi Burkholz. A manageable third down and three upcoming for Lakeside Lutheran with a chance to seal the victory. Let's see where they place the ball here. Uh, Maybe a little closer than that, yeah. Just inside the 50-yard line into Edgewood territory. 
The line to gain is the 48-yard line. So it's third down and a long one. Minute 10 to go. Edgewood has used its final Electrolyte timeout. Thanks so much to all of you that have joined us for our live free video stream on Wisconsin On Demand. Jesse Nelson, Dennis Semrau, Hunter Vaughn is our video producer. Colin Russo, our audio producer, back in the Park Bank studio. Thought maybe a sneak, but nope, we're going to take a snap. Third and one, Burkholtz. Keeps it, and he's got it. First down, Levi Burkholtz to the 46-yard line. And the Lakeside Lutheran Warriors have sealed victory. They will advance to level two of the WIAA football playoffs. All they have to do is take a knee now, and Edgewood cannot stop the clock. A thrilling victory for the Warriors in what many would expect to be their home finale in 2022. Burkholtz needs to take one, maybe two knees. And this game is over. Here's the snap. Goes to the ground. 33 seconds and counting. Players exchanging handshakes. That should do it. Edgewood gave Lakeside everything they could handle. For the Crusaders... A 6-3 season coming off of an unbeaten year in which they ended up having to forfeit everything due to an ineligible player deemed by the WIAA. A successful run for a bunch of seniors that just played their final football games, including Mason Folkers, the quarterback, Abe Thompson, Donovan Nadelkoff, Matt Garcia, Sam Klestinski, Mark Herring, Edgewood's season is over as the clock hits zero. The Lakeside Lutheran Warriors advance to level two. No holy war here tonight, though. <laughs> Lutheran's over the Catholics. Sorry, folks. And they'll get a chance at a different Catholic school Catholic next Memorial. week. Catholic Memorial, the number one overall seed in Division Four. Lakeside Lutheran 23, Edgewood 20. Dennis and I will be back to wrap it up after this on Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. Jesse Nelson with the Dean, Dennis Semrau at Lakeside Lutheran High School where the Warriors emerge victorious 23-20 over the Edgewood Crusaders in what may be one of the best level one high school football playoff games in the state on this Friday night. Lakeside advances. They will face Catholic Memorial, the number one seed in level two next week. You can listen to that game on 9... 5 ESPN Milwaukee, our sister station, and you can also find the free audio stream on WisconsinOnDemand.com and the Wisconsin On Demand app for any Lakeside Lutheran fans who are looking to find that game next Friday night on 
ESPN Milwaukee, the home for Catholic Memorial High School football. Dennis Semrau, Premania brought to you by Stoughton Health, where they provide comprehensive and compassionate care to Stoughton communities and the entire Madison area. From our sports rehab facilities in Oregon and Stoughton to the renovated ortho team with Dr. Ravel, Stoughton Health can help. Learn more at StoughtonHealth.com. What a thrilling game tonight. We'll get to the final haul in a minute presented by Stoughton Trailers, but an exceptional high school football game. I thought this was going to be a blowout after uh, Lakeside Lutheran got out to a 16-0 advantage in the second quarter. Edgewood came roaring back and made it interesting down to the final play. Yep, the pass attack for Edgewood just came up a little bit short, and uh, Lakeside Lutheran able to run the ball at will. And that was the difference in the story, three different uh, Ball carriers had, had each had a touchdown rushing for Lakeside Lutheran. Let's get to the final haul for tonight's game. It's brought to you by Stoughton Trailers. Big trailers and big opportunity at Stoughton Trailers. In their 60th year, Stoughton Trailers has built a lot of trailers, and their customers want more. Join a winning team. Immediate openings at new higher pay rates on both first and second shift at their Broadhead, Evansville, and Stoughton locations. Assemblers, forklift drivers, welders, and more. Go to stowjobs.com. That's S-T-O, jobs.com. Stoughton Trailers, big trailers, big opportunity. Dennis Semrau, the final haul. Let's take a look at the stats brought to us by Stoughton Trailers. The the one number that stands out, 51 carries, 311 yards, rushing for Lakeside Lutheran. Burkholtz, the quarterback, with a 33-yard run that started the scoring uh, after the safety. That was the first touchdown for Lakeside Lutheran. And then uh, Nathan Yark had a four-yard run in the second quarter. And then the only score in the second half was on the opening drive of the, uh, the third quarter. Lakeside Lutheran capped that with a three-yard run by Caden Boo. And uh, you look at that second half, they were able to uh, rush for 115 yards. And 311, they came in averaging 266. So they controlled the line of scrimmage. Edgewood was open, able to open things up with the passing attack. Uh, a great game, I thought, tonight for uh, Folkers. And uh, his go-to wide receiver in the game, uh, Matt Garcia, came up with some big catches for him, too. Uh, Abe Thompson had a couple of key runs. But uh, you, you get yourself in a hole, that 16 nothing hole. They were never able to get the lead. And the safety uh, might have had something to do with it because then you had to try for a two-point. You know, it's three touchdowns, you know, uh, for Edgewood and a missed extra mm-hmm. point because they went for two. So this could have been a, a 21-21 overtime game. That's an excellent point, Dennis. That safety that took place in the first quarter played a pivotal role in how the rest of this game played out, even though there were much more yeah, aesthetically yeah, pleasing well, scores and bigger plays that took place. Making that 2 nothing deficit, 9 nothing, 16 nothing, as opposed to a two-touchdown lead. Yeah, you're chasing points. You're chasing it. Those two, instead of just going for the extra point, and ends up you lose by three. Let's revisit our Canopy Wealth Management Keys to Victory, where they believe community is everything, and they're constantly working towards the betterment of the community. That's why Canopy Wealth Management has partnered with Gilda's Club, the Madison Capitals, Kids from Wisconsin, and JDRF. At Canopy, their clients' financial goals are something they're constantly striving to help reach maximum potential, which is why they work solely in your best interest. You define your goals, and they work towards making them happen with their comprehensive financial planning. Go to canopy-wealth.com to get started with them today. Dennis, who succeeded most in our Canopy Wealth Management Keys to Victory? I'd have to say Lakeside Lutheran. They were able to run the football and keep Edgewood's offense off the field at several long drives. 
they cleaned things up. Uh, for the most part, they had a couple of penalties, but uh, they, they made the plays when they had to. They were more physical. They owned that line of scrimmage. On the other side for Edgewood, they were not able to uh, score every time. Well, you're not going to, but that first quarter where they did, had three total yards of offense, they ended down 16 nothing early in the second quarter. That proved to be the def- the, the, uh, their demise tonight, just that slow start. Zimmer Conda's presentation of Prep Mania. Final score from Lakeside Lutheran High School. Lakeside Lutheran 23, Edgewood 20. The Lakeside Lutheran Warriors advance to level two of the Division Four WIAA football playoffs where they will face Catholic Memorial next week. It will again be Edgewood, or excuse me, uh, Lakeside Lutheran versus Catholic Memorial, just like the Catholic school of Edgewood tonight. So... Interesting way the bracket has shooken for Lakeside Lutheran. They advance and prove to 8-2 and two overall on this season. Edgewood's season comes to a close with a final record of 6-4. and four. The team at Nations Lending Monona finds home financing solutions that are as unique as you are. Whether you're buying your first home, your next home, or refinancing, they've got your back. They'll act as your personal advocates to inspire the true sense of homeownership from drinks on the patio to blanket forts in the living room to the smell of backyard barbecues because that's how they help you home. Go to nationsmadison.com to get started today. Nations Lending, home loans made human. We will get a check scoreboard from around the area with Alex Gravatt back in our Park Bank ESPN Madison studio coming up in just a few minutes if you're waiting on hearing the results of some of the other games around the WIAA playoffs specifically in the greater Madison area. Alex Gravatt has you covered. Our Prep Mania postgame coverage continues coming up next from the Park Bank ESPN Madison studio. And for those of you baseball fans like Dennis Semrau that want to catch the conclusion of NLCS Game 3 with the series tied 1-1, the Philadelphia Phillies in the bottom of the seventh inning have a 4-2 lead over the San Diego Padres. We will join that game. Sorry, Dennis. We will join that game for its conclusion after our Prep Mania postgame coverage. Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. For nearly 50 years, Zimbraconda has provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles. The trusted staff of Zimbraconda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. If you're looking for a newer used Honda, visit Zimbrick Honda today or head to ZimbrickHonda.com to search vehicle inventory. For our video producer, Hunter Vaughn, our audio producer, Colin Russo, our studio host, Alex Gravatt, and the dean, Dennis Semrau. My name's Jesse Nelson from Lakeside Lutheran High School. The Warriors advance defending the home field for one last time, potentially, in 2022 with a 23-20 win over the Edgewood Crusaders. This has been Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN. Alex Gravatt with postgame coverage continuing after this break. What a game! My goodness, we definitely had the best game in the area. There were some close ones, but there were a lot of running clocks. My name is Alex Gravatt. I'm sitting alongside Colin Russo in the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios. This is Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. Again, Edgewood 13, Lakeside Lutheran 23. I'm sorry, Edgewood 20, Lakeside Lutheran 23 was our final score. Lakeside Lutheran the holding on to the four seed and winning that 
Uh, let's take a look at Division One playoffs. We have a lot of final scores and a lot that are likely out of hand. Middleton putting up 55 on Milwaukee Marshall Co-op. They put up zero. Middleton, a convincing win, but they have Wanakee next week, assuming Wanakee holds on to their 39-12 lead over Sheboygan North. McGuanago, 56, Milwaukee Hamilton, zero. That was a huge win. McGuanago will play Badger Geneva, uh, the Badger team from Geneva next week. Verona, the number two seed. Marquette, the number seven. You know, at halftime, that score was Verona down zero to three. Marquette holds on for the biggest upset of the day. Marquette, the seven seed, wins three to zero over Verona. And they will move on to take on Hamilton next week in Madison Memorial 56 to Milwaukee Pulaski 0. Uh, they will be playing the winner of the Arrowhead Janesville Parker game, which is not final yet, but Arrowhead has a 35 to 7 lead deep in the fourth. Looking at Division 2, Sun Prairie East with a convincing 42 to 6 win over the 8 seed Oregon. DeForest 53, Sun Prairie West 6. So we will not have the reunion of Sun Prairie versus Sun Prairie. Instead, DeForest will be traveling to Sun Prairie East in what should be a game that Jesse Nelson thinks we may be covering starting next week. And then Monona Grove, they were hoping to win to upset Waukesha West. They did not. They fall 41-0, to zero. and Waukesha West will go on to take on Kettle Moraine. As we look to Vision 3, Monroe Cheesemakers struggled a bit early. It was 0-0 zero to zero at the end of the first quarter. They jump out, and that is a 49-20 to 20 victory over Portage. They will be playing, and it pains me to say this, Jesse Nelson, Pewaukee, who held on to a close one over my Plymouth Panthers. It was a good season, boys. Hang your hat on that. West Bend East at McFarland or hosting McFarland. At the end of the third, McFarland was up or was down 7-21. to 21. West Bend East winning that one. Uh, we do not have a final score there. However, Mount Horeb is winning over Stoughton. It was a close one in the first half. Mount Horeb 37, Stoughton to 0. They really pulled away as it went on. In Division 4, we have all final scores. Columbus, 63 to Altoona's 6. Catholic Memorial wins 42 to 14 over Edgerton. That's a good one, and our, our sister station has the, uh, the coverage of that. We may end up bumping into them at some point. We shall see. Edgewood, of course, 20. Lakeside Lutheran, 23. That was an excellent game. So glad we had it. Uh, for highlights and more, you can always check out the game after the fact. You can rewind and check it out at YouTube or WisconsinOnDemand.com. And then Lake Mills holding on in a close one over Evansville. 13-0 is our final score uh, by score stream. And then Lodi 42 over Platteville to zero. So Lakeside Lutheran uh, will be playing, of course, Catholic Memorial. 
And Lake Mills will be traveling to Lodi. That's going to be a really interesting one. Uh, Columbus, of course, 63-6 to zero, or to six over Altoona. They will likely be playing the Baldwin-Woodville Blackhawks, who are currently winning over Adam's Friendship by a couple of scores. Uh, one more time, just for anyone listening. We've got Division One Middleton 55 over Milwaukee Marshall Co-op 0. McGuanico 56 over Milwaukee Hamilton 0. Verona falls to Marquette 3 to 0. A brutal game. Glad we didn't have to cover that one. But that is an impressive showing for Marquette. Wanakee 39. Sheboygan Falls or Sheboygan North 12. That game is yet to go final. Madison Memorial 56 over Milwaukee Pulaski or Pulaski Co-op 0. And Arrowhead. 35, Janesville Parker 7, Division 2, that game hasn't gone final yet. Division 2, Sun Prairie East defeats Oregon 42-6. DeForest wins 53 over Sun Prairie West 6. Monona Grove falls to Waukesha West 41-0. Division 3, Monroe 49, Portage 20, West Bend East 21, McFarland 7. We do not have a final score from that but it's going to take some hard work for McFarland to get back into it. Mount Horeb, 37, Stoughton, 0. Game isn't final yet, but it seems like it's out of hand. Columbus, 63, Altoona, 6, kicking off our Division 4 bracket. Catholic Memorial, 42, over Edgerton, 14. Edgewood, 20. Lakeside Lutheran, 23, hell of a game. And Lake Mills, 13, Evansville, 0. We're still waiting on a final score, but Lodi currently winning 42-0. to zero. On behalf of Hunter Vaughn, the Dean Dennis Semrau, Jesse Nelson, Chuck Stanger, and Colin Russo, I'm Alex Cravat. Thank you for listening to Sun to Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. back one final time here on prep mania i'm alex gravat in, in the park bank espn madison studios alongside my good friends chuck stanger and colin russo again the final of our game lakeside lutheran 23 edgewood 20 it was a great game through and through came down to a final interception after a, a stand on the one yard line but we're going to take a quick look at all of our uh area teams and how they're faring in the playoffs in the Division One bracket, Middleton starting it off with a strong 55-0 win over Milwaukee Marshall Co-op. McGuanago, 56. Milwaukee Hamilton, 0. And unfortunately, we see a big loss as uh, Verona, the number two seed, falls to Marquette, 3-0. to zero. What a game. Um, Wanakee is up 39 over, Sun, or, uh, uh, over Sheboygan North, 12. Uh, that game, the winner of that game will take on Middleton next week. It seems like it's going to be Wanakee. Madison Memorial with a convincing 56-0 win over Milwaukee Pulaski Co-op. And then Arrowhead taking it final against Janesville Parker, 41-7. Looking at the Division Two bracket, Sun Prairie East, 42, Oregon, 6. That game has gone final. And if Sun Prairie West had completed their side of the bargain, we would have had the Sun Prairie matchup in the postseason. Unfortunately, they fall 53-6 to to DeForest 
the DeForest Norskis are now on their way to Sun Prairie East for a matchup next week that we may have right here on 100.5 ESPN. And then Monona Grove area team losing to Waukesha West 41-0. to They'll go on to play the Kettle Moraine Lasers. In Division Three, Monroe and those cheesemakers put up 49 points in the final three quarters over Portage, who ended up getting 20, so Monroe winning 49-20. West Bend East hosting McFarland, and that game has gone final as well. McFarland losing 21-7 to West Bend East, and Mount Horeb Barneveld, the two-seed, putting up a convincing victory over Stoughton. Stoughton held on for a while, but 37-7 is your final score, Mount Horeb over Stoughton, and in Division Four, Columbus 63, Altoona 6, Catholic Memorial 42, Edgerton 14, and Catholic Memorial will host the winner of our game, Lakeside Lutheran. Lakeside Lutheran winning 23-20 over Edgewood. Lake Mills 13 over Evansville 0, and then Lodi with a convincing 42-0 victory over Platteville. Lake Mills will travel to Lodi for this next game. Again, I want to have a huge thank you to Jesse Nelson, the Dean of Area High School Sports, Dennis Semrau, Alex Strofe. He's not here, but he's been fantastic throughout the time. Hunter Vaughn on camera. Ryan Wollersheim, again, not here, but he's been super helpful. And then, of course, Chuck Stanger and Colin Russo. On behalf of all of them, I'm Alex Cravat. This is Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand.